The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Broadcasting live from the Toscano Cigar Soundstage in Salem, New Hampshire, USA. And broadcasting around the world, this is the Cigar Authority. Transmitting since 2010, the Cigar Authority is the longest-lasting cigar podcast ever. Grab a cigar and light them up, light them up, light them up. This is the Cigar Authority. Light them up, light them up, light them up, everybody. Saturday, September 25th, 2021, a guy named John Garofalo got into the cigar industry, and it turns out I didn't know him, no relation, but I had to have him on the show. He has a cigar store. He's building more. He owns his own cigar brand. We're going to talk with him and talk about events. Welcome, everybody, to The Cigar Authority. And you are listening to The Cigar Authority, now in its 12th year, making it the longest continually running cigar podcast. Award of the Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal Magazine. Award of the Top 10 Educational Podcast by Podbean four years in a row. The Cigar Authority is the most listened to cigar podcast in the world. Cigar Radio at its finest. The Cigar Authority is a proud member of the United Podcast Network. And you catch the podcast on demand at any time or our daily blog at thecigarauthority.com. All right, so let me say your name properly. John Garofalo Third. Yeah, Garofalo is how we say you can drop the third, but uh, okay. But John is good. John Garofalo, yeah. Okay. Thanks for having me, man. All right. Really thank, happy thank to be you. here. Thank you. He says his name the way he says it. It's his name. <laughs> I'll say it the way I say it, and, and we'll, we'll start that no, way. No, 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 no. Which one of you is wrong is what we need to find out. Oh, boy. My brother, my brother John Garofalo II, right. my dad, John Garofalo III, my nephew, John, my dad, John Garofalo I, my nephew, John Garofalo III. Right. And he, uh, John Garofalo. Yeah, my father Garofalo. was John Garofalo Jr., and my grandfather was John Garofalo. And my brother used to say Garofalo, too. And we ended up, uh, he was seven years older than me, and we went to the same schools. And when I would get to class, the teacher would say, <laughs> oh, David Garofalo. And I'd say, Garofalo. And they said, no, that's not how you say it. And I said, yes, it is. <laughs> and they said, oh, I had your brother in here. I said, well, he, he, was, he, he never, was wrong. He never corrected you. <laughs> And I was the type of person to correct people, so I'm going to leave you alone. Well, then we're going to let it go <laughs> yeah. with Garofalo, then. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but that's what they told you all the time, right? That's it. Yeah, you know, yeah. whatever. They always messed up the name anyway. It was usually Garfolo or whatever. They always uh, right. messed it up. Right, always messed yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Um, th- three Johns in your family, your dad, your grandfather. Correct. Uh, any Davids? Uh, I think I have a cousin, David. Really? I think so. All right. But uh, the Garofalos on my side of the world is uh, a little bit of a, a strange family. There's like a, there was been a parting of the ways at some point at my grandfather's age, and okay. So there's a whole side of the family I don't even know, but I believe I have a cousin named and, David. And you and you told me from Sicily. Sis- yeah, right. And my family's from Calabria, which is down close to it. But, yep, you know, right across the water. There might be something here. There might be. Yeah. Uh, that's good. Well, I, I, you could put me on payroll. It's all good. Okay. Perfect. Right, we'll do that. <laughs> Um, the, uh, Spit it out, Junior. I, th- I threw him, I threw him off did. by saying, put me on payroll. He was right. clearly flustered. How do I get out of that? How do I, um, in, in my area, I grew up in Everett, Massachusetts, no Garofalos that, you know, it, just, is there a lot somewhere else that I don't know about? Uh, you know, I, I check the police blotter on a regular yeah. basis. <laughs> I know, heard my, my family's from Brooklyn that we kind of uh, landed in the 
Hell's Kitchen, Brooklyn, part okay. of the world in New York. And and then my family, uh, my father was the first kind of, uh, my family is in, is in New Jersey. Um, my family, uh, my father moved to New Jersey when uh, I was just a little boy. But I was told by, by my dad uh, that it was uh, Maryland, that a lot went to Maryland. And, yeah, I, I have a, some family in Maryland. Okay. I do. So maybe there's something there. Yeah, there know. could be. All right. I'm bringing so, my 1040. I'm just gonna, uh, all right. I mean, so, I think we missed a golden opportunity to point out that Barry was from New York. In the Brooklyn area. Yes. If he was here, that, that would have been his contribution to the show. <laughs> All right. Yeah, Barry's not here, everybody, so don't write in, and he's not sick or dying or fired. Or I'm in the Barry like chair today. You, you are. I'm in the Barry chair. But we have much more room than we usually do. It's, <laughs> it's like first class right now for us, so uh, glad Dude, to have you on. Was that a fact, Thanks. Joe? Really appreciate it, having you. It was a little dig. Yeah. yeah, but you can make those because... No, he gets hurt. He gets yeah. hurt. Can you do a push-up? I can do a push-up. One. One? Yeah? At least one. I can watch you do it. Yeah, so I got to see. <laughs> that could be entertaining. Oh, all right, so what are we smoking here, Jonathan? Today's first cigar is the Leaf. It's manufactured in Nicaragua. Uh, the size is a 6x50 Toro. It's called the Panda. The wrapper is Ecuadorian Habano. The binder is from Ecuador. The fillers are comprised of uh, leaves from Jalapa, Ometempe, and Pennsylvanian Broadleaf. Yep. It is a part of the Cigar Authority Care Package. A single cigar will set you back... $10.69. A box of 20 is $188.99, which comes out to $9.44 per cigar. It's a savings of almost $25 or 12% off the box price at twoguyscigars.com. If you're too far from a brick and mortar retailer that carries it, try twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two, guyscigars.com. Okay, so why the leaf? Not to be confused with, there's another cigar out there, Leaf by Oscar. Correct. And this is The Leaf. The Leaf, yep. And uh, we had it trademarked. Uh, we did some due diligence to make sure that uh, we weren't infringing on anybody's yeah. rights and whatever. Um, I think The Leaf, really, my partner and I, and I, and I have to give my partner a lot of credit because I... Uh, did had I had no intention of actually being in the cigar manufacturing business, you know, um, and uh, my partner, who's a great guy and a close friend, said, you know, I've always wanted to have my own brand, and I said, tell, and I'm an, I'm a serial entrepreneur. I'm like, tell me more. How do how do we do that? What does it look like? Um, the leaf really, uh, just like the band, um, and just like our our kind of our tagline, which is just good cigars. We want to keep it simple. The lines okay. are simple. The brand's simple. It's a good cigar. It's it's for the price point. It's uh, you know, and that's it's really about simplicity and keeping it look kind of elegant, classy, and, and, clean. and simple. Yeah, right? not, I, yeah. I don't need uh, craziness with four bands and covering four yeah. inches. Out of, it was about simplicity and elegance, and then obviously at the end of the day, uh, having a cigar that people want to smoke. Okay, that was the most important. What thing. I like about your pitch on your cigar, and and, uh, and before we even carried it, I got a chance to sit down with you, and yep. David, and smoke it. Yep. Is you're not trying to convince me that this cigar is going to change my life. You, <laughs> it's, it's a good cigar. It's yep. a fair price. Yeah. And that there's nothing wrong with that being how, no. how you're putting this out there. That's exactly right. I mean, I started in the, I've only been in this industry now about a year and a half, maybe a little less than two years. What and, a tough time to get into. Yeah. <laughs> and a lot of people said that you got to be out of your mind. And, and honestly, where, uh, for every area that there's a challenge, there's an opportunity. It's about your strategy and putting your head down and being smart. Uh, and, you know, it really was about simplicity. And, and to your point, we just wanted to make a good cigar. There's um, thousands of brands out thousands there. Thousands the, of brands. And the, the pitches get more and more ridiculous every year. It's Completely so refreshing to have somebody say, listen, it's good and it's a fair price and it is good. And if you don't like it, that's okay too. I mean, that's why, you know, we have a, a, a dear friend and customer in our in our store that says, you know, that's why Baskin and Robbins has 32 flavors. Yeah, and it. it's it's right. I mean, 
you know, if you don't like it, that's okay. If you like it, that's great too. And, you know, we, we, uh, I started as a hobbyist, uh, like a lot of people in this business. I love cigars. I'm passionate about it. And when my partner asked me about, would we, you know, about coming into the business and I'm like, yeah, man, let's, let's do it. Let's have some fun with it. Um, and it, it all plays into that kind of simplicity. And I think the cigar speaks for itself. It's not, it's not a rare special buy you know, one out of, you know. Yeah, it's yeah. Just a, no bullshit. Uh, yeah, no. Thank you. I yeah. didn't know if I could use that word. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yes, no bullshit. It's That's no exactly bu- right. No bullshit cigar. That's, That's say, my next tagline. There we go. I will say the wrapper on it is beautiful. beautiful. Yeah. Thank you. Very Flawless. nice wrapper. Thanks. On it. Yeah, can we, uh, instead of staring at it and talking about it, can we cut it and light it? Let's, Is just, that yeah, Let's just study it a little bit. <laughs> okay, it's time to cut our cigar. The yeah. official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand, while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S chip tax and actually lowered them. I Perdomo didn't get a cigars. cutter to make that noise. No, you didn't. <laughs> Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Barry took it with him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Excellence. Um, now, cold draw. <laughs> Perfect. Just good cigars. Just good. Wow. Woo. I got a little dust from the cap there. It went straight down my throat. <laughs> okay. Woo. That was done on purpose. We, we, we <sighs> put a little dust right under that. Because I was going to say uh, brownie batter. Brownie batter. What? No, it's, it is the golden raisins. Yeah. I, I, I get that. Mm. Nope. It's brownie batter, clean, uh, clean taste, taste aged. We're going to light our cigar today with the Chroma by Lotus, featuring single action, two jets angled for pinpoint accuracy. It does have the patented Vertigo big-ass tank at the bottom, flip-out bullet punch, easy adjustment wheel, and a see-through fuel window, all for the low price of $39.99. That is the Chroma by Lotus. Okay. So this is a small little brand that is uh, a year and a half in, including your, your whole introductory into yeah. the cigar industry. Yeah, I mean, so I, we're we're a ultra boutique line, and we're not looking to be in every uh, you know store across America. We want to support a handful of good companies, and it's just coincidental, we have a very unique name that, that yes. we share. Yeah. Um, that's but, what uh, got you in, I'll tell you right now. Well, I appreciate yeah. that. I'm, I'm glad my name wasn't Smith. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we have enough to deal with what I name the way it is. So. This feel, is true. Do you feel like this was a bit of a blessing? Because in order to make a diamond, you need to have the right raw materials. And then you need intense pressure and intense heat. So walk me through starting a business and COVID-19 happens, there's shutdowns, and you still say, F it, I'm going forward. Yeah, I, I think... I, I like I mentioned, I'm a serial entrepreneur. I, I've owned a couple of other businesses. I always looking to do something unique and different. And there's when is there ever the right time? I think a lot of people that aspire to be an entrepreneur um, overthink and then they're paralyzed. Right? It's analysis by paralysis. Yeah. Right. Gary V. Or says, paralysis do it by now. analysis. Just do right? it now. Yeah. And so you know the plan. We had talked about it uh, probably a year before we started, and um, then of course the world changed beyond any of our expectations. But we were leaned in and we had a plan and we, we had to, like any good business plan, and we, we like to think it's a good business plan, mm. it has to remain fluid. You have to be able to adapt and adjust your sales. Uh, and we adjusted a lot of sales and um, we, kept, we kept at it. And it was very trying, especially on the manufacturing side. Uh, 
when you can't get in country, when uh, factories are at 25% capacity yes. of employees, it's uh, and since you used the vernacular earlier, it's it's a shit show. Yeah. Uh, so, but. I'm a believer that with every challenge comes opportunity. So we, we took oh that opportunity. Oh, my God. You guys are the same person. This is going to be a rough <laughs> interview. <laughs> oh. oh, He's an entrepreneur. He's, yeah. a, he's a business person. Yeah. And, that, and that's yeah. refreshing to me. Thank you. It's refreshing. Well, and, and I, again, I give my partner a lot of credit. I mean, he was, I don't want to say my inspiration, but he was the guy, and I've known him for 25 years, um, and it was, it was his dream that I then shared. And um, I'm a pre uh, one thing about me, uh, anybody that gets to know me is it doesn't take me long to process. And I know pretty quickly whether I'm in or out. And I was in. And challenges aside, I knew that despite the challenges of trying to ramp a brand, even though we were going to start small and stay small for a while, knowing the business was going really upside down uh, and I saw the pain happening amongst other retailers around there, I said, you know what? Why not now? Why not? Yeah. Well, uh, the other thing that happens is you have, uh, and you, I see it in other stores. I don't go into other cigar stores, but I go into other stores. You go to a restaurant, mm -hmm. and you see the customer service starting to slide, and they are using COVID an as an excuse. It's an understatement. Whereas the staff that I have downstairs have ramped up their customer service. Your guys are amazing. Your, 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 your guys are amazing. It's, it's a one great of, staff. One of the challenges that I have on the retail side, right, is is finding people that are knowledgeable. And I think it, a lot of it starts with passion because, you know, cigar lovers, um, like lovers of other things, whether you're a wine person or a bourbon person or a, a music, I mean, you have to, you have to be passionate about it. Um, and with that passion comes the thirst for knowledge. Um, and if you have that and you can learn and be surrounded by people that can, and I've had some good mentors. I've had some people that I've mentored, um, and it's a process. And I said to you earlier this morning, I mean, I'm making lots of mistakes and I will probably continue to make lots of, course, of mistakes. But of course. with every with every lesson uh, that we stumble upon, we learn and we grow. Yeah. And, you know, the business has done well. Um, we're not lighting it on fire, no pun intended. Right. Uh, but it's working. And our yeah. brand is small. We're evolving. We're continuing to work on new blends, even though COVID has, I mean, it's really tough. Like, I, we can't get to Nicaragua right now. I mean, we can. Uh, but there are a lot of side There's effects of to being blocks. down there. Yeah, trying to get back. Uh, yeah, I'd <laughs> like to come home. Right, right. <laughs> my my family might think differently, but mm. you know. So, uh, but we've we've developed some workarounds. You know, we do some Zoom calls. We get samples brought in. We take notes. We'll like when we create a blend. Um, our factory will 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 we'll have a conversation with them about what we're trying to aspire to. Um, We'll take notes. They'll take notes. We'll have a Q&A thing back and forth, and then they'll bring us some samples. And the samples are just marked, you know, sample one, sample two, sample three. And then we'll smoke. We'll take a look. We'll cut it. We'll look at it. We'll say we like this about it. We didn't like that. So the trial and error piece is a lot more challenging in the COVID environment yeah, than as opposed to us going down to Nicaragua. Correct. We could do it in a week. Right. So now it takes three months Correct. or longer. Yep. And But that's okay because, and you know this, this is a marathon. It's not a sprint. Right. And in the meantime, we're we're definitely having an impact on our competition, not so much on the brand side right now, but on the retail side, yes. and that's okay. Yeah, okay. And you have gone all in that you had a business before this, much like I did. Yep. And I put my toes in the water of the cigar industry, make sure it's going, everything's okay, and then say, okay, that's it. I'm out of this. You left a software company. I did. Uh, I had a consulting and software business uh, that was an AI-driven uh, product uh, that I was... It was a startup as well, relatively young, um, 
And it was, you know, you realize that there are only so many hours in the day. And, that, you know, if you have a family, if you want to have a, you just can't. When you dilute yourself, mm. you become, you don't become an expert at anything. Mediocre right? or whatever. Yeah and, yeah. and, and, and that's not what I aspire to. Even though my cigar, I'm not looking, our cigar is not trying to be, you know, the be all and end all of cigars, but it needs, it needs full-time attention. Whether it's whether I'm by myself, whether I have a partner, or whether I have an army of twenty, you still need full. So, it, it's tough as an entrepreneur. I'm sure you went through the same emotional and psychological thing. Is that you? You try to hold. Oh, on he's to got it. emotional and psychological problems. I can assure you. <laughs> well, that's we definitely related then. Yes. we're definitely yeah. related then. But you realize that what you're really trying to do is almost. I don't want to say impossible because nothing. There are very few things that are impossible, but. You, you have to be all in or you're just all out. And uh, my decision was, and I sat with my partner, talked, I said, listen, I'm getting out of that business and um, there's no more toe dip and it's, it's all in, jumping all right in. in. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so now's the time. We stop paying attention to John and see where it goes from here. I appreciate that. We've been through a lot, I, a lot Ed, right? I have a question yeah. for, for John. Is there really any such thing as AI or it's machine learning or... Well, they're two different things. Right. AI is one thing and machine learning is another. And AI is real, you think? They're both real. Yeah. They're both real, but they're different. Machine learning is habitual and is something that happens via machine, where AI yeah. is something that is artificial and thinks. So it's a very unique mm. dynamic. And <laughs> I, I don't want to say this without... It's a, it's a young person's game, and it's, yeah. also a, it's also a long game. Um, and we were talking earlier, Dave, in order to really have made this um, evolve to where my aspirations were, would have required far more capital um, and far more time for ramping and trajectory. And I don't want to date myself, but I, I don't want to do that for 20 years. Maybe 30 years ago, I would have done that. Yeah. But this I can do is see results in a relatively short order. Um, there's a reward factor that happens on a, on a faster timeline. So it was the smart thing for me personally to say, move out of that and really, uh, and, and by the way, honestly, I liked the tech business. I love the cigar business yeah, and I'm, you got to love it. If you don't like, like music, I mean, you got to, you love it. You love it. Dave, Dave likes you better in the cigar business. He doesn't like this AI stuff. And all. <laughs> so uh, well, I would have never had the meeting. Let, let me ask AI. a question. I don't even know what AI is. So artificial intelligence. Okay. You know, computers that think. Oh, you don't like, like your that, car. Right? Yeah. yeah. Does, does it think? Self-driving. Does it yeah. think? Yeah. Does it learn? It can. Okay. Depends on the, the depends on the. And that's uh, what you did? You created these things? Yeah. We, uh, well, I don't want to really get into what it was. It was, um, so the way I described what I, uh, I don't want to say I invented it, but what we created was, um, are you familiar with LinkedIn? Yes. Okay. Are you familiar with uh, eHarmony? Yes. Match.com? Yes, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So we created an algorithm that was for business purposes. So imagine taking LinkedIn and eHarmony and putting in a blender. So we created an algorithm that allowed business people to find each other oh. and be found reciprocally. Mm. So like you go to LinkedIn, you know, there's thousands and millions of people there, but you got to kind of comb through it and hopefully you get lucky and find something or somebody that you're interested in either partnering with doing business with. This algorithm allowed, once you plugged it into a, a software program or a, a platform, helped people find one another. So imagine getting a phone directory, but saying, you know, um, I'm looking for um, 
I'm looking for cigar tobacco that is from here, that is aged here, that can deliver to here. Um, and then this algorithm would help you find that. Nice. Yeah. So love, it was pretty love clever. matches for business days. Right? Yeah. It was a match. It was a match.com. <laughs> and the, I use the eHarmony uh, descriptor because uh, match.com uh, has a model that says, you know, take 20 minutes and fill out your profile. You know, I'm a heterosexual male. I'm looking for a blonde woman who's a Republican or whatever. And it mm-hmm. gets you 500 matches. E-Harmony, the, the, which was more our model, says take two and a half hours, fill out a comprehensive profile of who you are, what you are, what makes you click, and we'll get you 10 matches. And we'll tell, we'll tell you who you're going to like as opposed Correct. to you are picking it. So it helps you find and be you. found. Yeah. So mm-hmm. It was a pretty cool idea, and I think it's still a cool idea. Um, and I wish the people lots of luck that are going to take it over from me. Okay. But it just – my heart was – quickly kind of getting at it you know when when i wake up in the morning and i dread what i'm going to be doing yeah it's time to say reevaluate absolutely and so now i'm a cigar geek all right but you do have one other little business that you play play around with really play yeah really play yeah Yeah. what is that so i'm a i'm a guitar player and a singer uh and uh, mostly a singer now with uh, a band called almost u2 and we are a tribute uh band to the band u2 and uh, we're a regional touring band. So I we're see ba- what you did there with the name. Yes, yeah. clever. <laughs> almost, <yeah>. almost <laughs> clever. Quite, almost you too. Uh, and uh, we tour regionally. So we're, we play. As, you know, we're going down to Virginia and North Carolina and up to Maryland and New Hampshire and Massachusetts. And I, w- I want to play one of your parties, man. Beautiful. I'll play one of your parties. So it, it's very interesting that this cigar industry. There's so many musicians yeah. in the cigar industry. What What do you think it is that it, it, it's part of? creativity of you know i I don't know um you know the music industry is really broad right i mean so there are people that are on the radio side or the like i'm a performer right so there but there are people in the music industry on the business side of or the production side or the lighting or the engineering yeah um so i think um you know it really depends on the discipline i don't know why i guess um for me, I think it's certainly a creative outlet, and I definitely have a creative side to me that I think plays into both sides of this, yeah. at least for me. You know, I wanted to be a musician. I just couldn't do it. Yeah. I, I tried and tried and tried, so I became a, a disc jockey yeah. playing other people's music because I loved it. So you were in the music business. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But you also wanted to be on the radio, but you couldn't So talk. I started a podcast. Right. They so can't gonna, stop you. No, I'm going to find a way around something. Can't stop you it. and your accent on the podcast, Oh, boy. Right? No, they can't stop it. They can't stop no. it. No. Well, uh, in my background, my mom was a singer uh, oh. in the 50s. My mom was a singer for RCA Records and also did some work with the Metropolitan Opera. Oh, wow. Um, and then retired to marry my dad and um, gave that up. So music was always a, in my family, they used to joke it was my mom would play the piano and my father would play the radio. Uh-huh. So, um, so music was in my blood at an early age. I've always sang and played and, and played and sang and I you know cover bands and all this stuff and, and the U2 thing uh, was something that uh, was born from a cover band that, that I was in and we decided to go into the tribute scene because it's just different it's it's more um, the way I would describe tribute music versus let's say cover music is tribute is more theatrical so like when I play a show everything is choreographed from the first note to the last and the banter to the crowd and when you go see a uh, when you go see a cover band at a club you might pay a ten dollar cover or no cover at all um, and the venue makes money by slinging drinks and and whatnot when when I play in a theater you know, it's twenty five thirty forty fifty dollars a ticket and people come to see you. They're coming to see a show, whereas a, a club... You're, you're not turning into that. 
Well, that's what we are. Yeah, that's what we're doing. And, uh, you know, we have aspirations, but we also have, we all have careers. So we're not going to become full-time musicians and tour all over the country. We, we're, call, we're calling ourselves kind of a regional. Like, that doesn't mean that we wouldn't go to Vegas. for. We have somebody talking to us about going to Vegas all for right. a week and doing that. But you know, that's a whole different thing. So uh, right now we're just enjoying what we're doing and, and we're having fun. Is that your music choice, that you, you like that type of music, U2? Um, we chose U2 actually for a couple of reasons. One... Uh, from a tribute standpoint, we wanted something that was relevant, um, something that was iconic. When you're going to tribute something, they have to obviously have a pretty lo- large library of songs. You know, you, um, you two has no shortage there. They have huh? no sh- right, exactly. Can you uh, really hit the high note? I can. In, in the name of love, I can. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of the many songs we play. But as a cigar smoker, pretty good. Well, yeah, uh, it's. Uh, I will say that I have to limit my cigar intake on a day of a show. Okay. Um, just because it dries out my pipes a lot. Yeah. Uh, but I have a routine and a ritual that I go through. But, uh, you know, it's, it's a lot of fun and it's a lot of, ch- it's very challenging. And I, it's, it's very, and my family's very supportive of it. You know, they're like, you know, my kids will come see me and go like, you know, they bring their friends and they'll be like, like, that's your dad. Yeah. <laughs> that's your dad up there. Right. So, and my kids are grown. So, okay. Uh, John, somebody in the chat room who goes by the name of Leprous Hand wants oh, to boy. know if you sing Bullet the Blue Sky. Yes, we do. Uh-huh. We sing Bullet to Blue Sky, and we do two versions. We do, uh, By the way, uh, the, the music that we tribute, uh, all the songs we do are versions of live U2 songs. So we don't mm-hmm. typically do the studio versions. We'll take like a show from Red Rocks in 1989 and whatnot. One of the Bullet Blue Sky versions we do, we play a song, if you're a U2 fan, is a song called October, and we do uh, the October into Bullet to Blue Sky, and that's mm-hmm. very, a very popular song when we play it. Nice. Nice. Okay, quickly back to yes. cigars. Yeah, man. Leaf Habano Panda. Why Panda? I'm glad you asked that. Okay. I'm not sure if he's listening, but the Panda uh, is my partner's favorite size. And his nickname of is... Of animal? Well, no, 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 no sorry, favorite I size of cigar. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm bum. Yeah. <laughs> so the Toro is his favorite size, and his nickname is Panda. Oh, all right. Mm-hmm. So, so named um, after him. Yep. And it, so a, a quick sidebar is when we first... Uh, decided to bring in cigars just for my brick-and-mortar store. We didn't even have aspirations to do this as a brand out there in the world. We actually named the the five sizes that we had after one after my partner and um, the other sizes after like our, our regular guys that would hang out in the, in the store. So we had a, 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 a the, our Churchill was called the Tool, our Corona was called the Hoff, our Robusta was called the um, the Philly, and so it was named after a guy whose last name is Filippelli, and the the Tool was after a guy named Ed O'Toole and Eric Hoffman. So that's and then when we decided to go into the to the the wholesale business into the cigar production business, we sat down and we're like, you know, what? we really got to make these names a little bit more universal. Um, but we kept the panda because of my partner. All right. So, and, and who is he? We haven't mentioned his name. You've not mentioned his name is Steve, uh, and he's uh, at, working at our brick and mortar this All morning. Right. Hi, Steve. Hopefully and uh, he's listening. Th- there is one. There is one cigar that was na- that I decided to name, and I um, now is a good time to maybe bring that cigar out. Because I heard that there's been a d- evolving trend going on. Is that oh correct? yeah, there's a there's been a thing. It's become a thing. <laughs> yeah, I've heard. Uh, it started with Ed Sullivan. It was continued oh, by no. Jay Bushy. <laughs> no. And so I, is, I'm going to give you this is Garofalo. So yeah. so this is actually you, you will a continue, You will continue to make mistakes. <laughs> you learn as you go along, and it's part of part of the thing. So that cigar is called that. Our cigar that cigar is called the Bella Gloria. Um, and that was uh, named after two very important women in my life, which is my wife, 
uh, whose name is Isabel, and my mom, who uh, recently passed away, whose name is Gloria. Ah. And on the U2 side, Gloria is right. my favorite song to play huh. uh, when we perform. Seven and a half by, by 38. Yeah. What a loser This size. is because- <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Dave. Have, is this on the market? You're uh, selling this now. I do. It, you have them, but are you selling these now? <laughs> yes. Really? Yes. It, it's... Look, it's it's it doesn't sell like a robusto, a toro, or a gordo does. Correct. Um, and I like a skinny cigar. That's why I named it. Well, you can handle. Look at these things. <laughs> I, this in my in my hand, it makes my hand look. This fat. has become the best thing right now. It's going to become even bigger by this time next year, where people are going to be gifting you. Lanceros. They already it's are. Now it already has happened. Yeah. I just did. It's <laughs> now a thing. <laughs> that, I just did. That's the third one in a week. That See that? And I you, right? smoke them, and they smoke fine. And but and we don't make blood, that. Don't, I haven't. I haven't smoked this yet. Right. But I'll, and I'll, you probably won't. I will. No, he'll, I will. He'll smoke it. <laughs> okay. he'll but smoke it. I'm smoking the panda, and I, there's a lot of spices. Yep. A lot going on. Full flavored. Yep. Maybe a six or a seven in strength, but full flavored. Yeah. This is a medium. This is a medium bodied cigar by design. Uh, the Pennsylvania broadleaf in the filler is a bit unique. Um, we really wanted something that was a, a kind of a prototypical Nicaraguan flavor profile, but a little unique. So it has a bit of a creaminess and spice, and that Pennsylvania broadleaf gives it a little bit of a kick, but doesn't. There's just a subtle amount of it, so it, it stays in that medium uh, body. It kind tastes of. exactly like a ginger snap, is what it, it tastes. Is, like. It does. It's gingery. Oh, interesting. Yep. Hey, Dave. Uh, Tom- but I normally go to the Connecticut. Tom, yours, but mm-hmm. this is good. Tom Criswell said he could barely see the Lancero in your hands. Oh, boy. I know. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> because it's it's half the size of one of my All right, fingers. give me the damn cigar back. It's fine. Oh, no, he's smoking it. Yeah, and I have a second cigar that you gave me, which I'm going to wait till late in the day to yep. end up smoking. This not out yet. Not out yet. Yeah, it's brand new. Um, I just put it on the shelf at my store just to see... Um, you know, want to see the reception. And, you know, one of the things that I, I've learned and uh, had a lot of great mentors is that you really want to listen to your customers, right? Because they're, they're driving your business. doesn't yes. matter. And uh, we have five blends uh, and they are from mild to medium to medium, full spicy earth. We did not have a strong cigar in our portfolio. Uh, so we really worked hard to come up with, I don't want to call it a Lijero bomb, but it is a strong cigar. And we Jonathan call that. Jonathan lit it up. He said right off the bat. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Yeah. It's a Le- it's you called have the not Fuerte. tried this yet? No. It's called the Fuerte. So, so I'll uh, give you one before oh, I leave. I, I love Fuerte. He, he likes strong like yep. that. I, I don't, but I know a good cigar when, when, from a bad cigar anyway. So. Only comes in three sizes. It's a Toro Grande, which is the one you're holding in your hand. It's a 6x52 uh, slight box press. We have a uh, box press torpedo number two, which is a six and a half by fifty-two, and then I have a Gordo six by sixty. It's you only coming smoke in the, the three Gordo. It'll make your hands look skinny, <laughs> right? Smoke are, the are you thinking of a Lancero for no, that? One? No, no, no. You can't no. do it because no. you, can, you can't <laughs> put the high primings inside. And, it. and the Lancero, we're only making the Lancero in a, in our Maduro and our Sumatra wrappers. Mm-hmm. It's the only. It's a limited production cigar, um, and just in our two blends. Well, I don't want to say anything because it, it, it's your mother and, and your wife. Yes, it is. So Please be respectful. I, I'll, I'll be respectful <laughs> and leave it there. Because uh, uh, they will be. Well, well, my wife will be watching. My, okay. my mom is looking from down. She's looking down at you. Isabella. You have a good Isabella Garofalo. Yes. Isabella Garofalo. Yes. Okay. Yep. All right. Let's take a break. When we come back, more with John Garofalo third. Uh How does he start a cigar brand? What is the beginning process of it? The cigar store and the brand itself. 
We'll get to that with him and more. We're live in the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. To some, tradition is a catchphrase. To us, it's a guiding light. For there can be no great future without reverence for the past. Hammer and Sickle Tradition Series cigars are handmade, employing only time-honored methods. Meticulously crafted of individually selected tobaccos, Tradition Series is a blend of three-year-aged Dominican Viso and Lijero, all finished inside a breathtaking five-year-aged Connecticut shade wrapper. Tradition Series from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. Romeo y Julieta Reserva Real Nicaragua, the Nicaraguan expression of America's beloved brand, Reserva Real. Reserva Real Nicaragua is a Nicaraguan puro, meticulously blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. The Reserva Real Nicaragua will take Romeo lovers and Romeo novices alike on a journey through premium Nicaraguan tobaccos. Reserva Real Nicaragua. It'll steal your heart again. Surgeon General warning, cigar smoking can cause cancers of the mouth and throat even if you do not inhale. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, Those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or diamond crown lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co., or visit diamondcrown.com. I want to talk to you today about my friend Glenn Case from Christoph Cigars. I've known him for many years. Glenn is a very nice guy, one of the nicest guys in the industry. Always friendly, always happy. So when I heard his brand Christoph was pissed off, I was surprised. Christoph Cigars have always been known as smooth and rich, and the pissed off Christoph is just that. But there's something else happening here. A natural San Andreas wrapper, the binder, Indonesian, and the filler, Nicaraguan. And like Glenn Case, the cigar starts off sweet, but then it gets pissed off. And like Bruce Banner, you don't want to piss off Glenn Case about Kristoff cigars. Or do you? Expect some spins and a nicotine kick. Strap yourself in for a ride. Pissed off Kristoff is deceivingly strong. You've been warned. Sold in 10-count boxes, four sizes including Churchill, 6x60, Robusto, and Corona Gorda. The hottest new brand is the pissed-off Kristoff. Take it for a ride. Since 1964, Padron Cigars have had the same mission. With over 50 years spent to create a perfect cigar, and more than 100 years to create a perfect legacy, the Padron family understands the significance of time. Padron delivers only the finest handmade complex cigars with the flavor of the Cuban heritage, out of which the Padron recipe was born. The Padron mission is simple, exceptional quality of their cigars and not the 
Quantity Produced as a vertically integrated family-owned company. Personal attention to every detail is taken in all steps of the tobacco growing and cigar making process. Padrón Cigars, they give you, the cigar smoker, the confidence that each cigar is the same. Perfect. Padrón Cigars, handcrafted since 1964. This is Eric Newman from the J.C. Newman Cigar Company, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority. And we are back, and we're smoking the Leaf Habano Panda. It's the Toro size from John Garofalo. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. It's hard for me to say. I know the name, and I want to say it. Say it how you say no, it. It's no, no, good. no. That's, that's good. Uh, but you'd probably do better in the industry if you say it my way. <laughs> Did you did you know it? Wow! Yeah. Wow! How, how do you follow up that? Either either better or worse, it'll certainly get known. Did you know of me when you got in the cigar industry? No, no, I did wow. not. I knew of your store. Do you know who he is? Now, yeah. I, now I, it's forever ingrained in my head. Right. Um, I knew of your business. Um, right. I had no idea that your last name was Garfalo. Wow! Yeah, but again, as a consumer and a hobbyist. You know, your level of Yeah, very depth, few people right? know, actually know who you are. You haven't worked the floor for real in was, 10 years. If your name was the same name, you would know. But as a hobbyist, like I didn't... If there was another Mr. Jonathan out there, you would know. There's no was. other Mr. Jonathan. you put a lawsuit well, against hey, him, yeah, right? No. No <laughs> Cease and desist. Yeah, Mr. Jonathan. I can't believe during the break you actually convinced yourself that you can do a push-up. <laughs> With a cigar and then, wow. and then as we're getting ready to come on, he starts talking shit about how I could sit on his back. And, <laughs> he, could, stand. and he could still do... Do it. You're out of your mind. Oh, he's gonna do now the, we're definitely he's going to do the diamond ones. Okay. Oh, nice. Wow. I, I, ha- I have to practice to see. I haven't done it in many, many years. Yeah, when he takes off Monday because he pulled a muscle, yeah. I'll know why. Wow. I am the blunt of the jokes around. I, th- I figured Barry wasn't here and I'd be I'd be okay, but it's part of it. Well, you laid a couple on me too, so let's be uh, fair. Yes, I mean, absolutely. You certainly did. That's, That's why is. we're, we're, blo- we're right, blood we're brothers. We're family. We are. We're this. related. <laughs> w2 is coming. It's coming. All right, so we're just coming off our big anniversary party. You said uh, I'd like to perform. I, I heard the price per ticket to go see you. What would it cost to book somebody like you to a cigar event? I mean, it, you're just too big of a band. Well, it's not. No, we, we work something out. Yeah? How, yeah. How well, long? It's, and it's not. And it, I, I'm, but, but let me be clear. You're not paying me in cigars. So just let's all right. Because <laughs> the other three guys in the band don't smoke cigars. It's not like you think of, of a regular gig. It's. Uh, intro music when the manufacturer gets called out because their group got eliminated. You know, there may be 10, 15 minutes where you put together a couple songs, but for the most part, it's little blurbs of music. And yeah, the unfortunate thing is they're there for the cigar manufacturers, the event that happens. And I I feel bad when I do, and we have put lots of bands in, but it's not like. So I would tell you that, and I want to talk myself out of an opportunity, but I would think, and I, I could be wrong, that a event or an event like what you're talking about is probably better served with a band that will play a variety of music, right? So from pop to rock to, you know, we're, we're just playing U2. Now, doesn't, don't get me wrong. We'd no, be happy I have to, to do I have that. To, I have to base an event around U2 where right. it has to be connected right. to it in some sort And then sort of we way. would, you know, as far as what you're talking about, Jonathan, what we would do is we would sit down and say, okay, so tell me what the night is about. Yes. We're going to do this, then you would play. Then you do this, and, we play, and then we would figure. And then if it makes sense, we go forward. All right. So. All you guys are from New Jersey? We are all from New Jersey. Uh, actually, my drummer is from New York. Okay. Um, I think Barry's from like around that Actually, area. he's from Staten Island where Barry is from. Okay. Mm. So. And you know Barry and you don't know me. 
I know Barry now. I don't. Okay. I didn't. I, I, knew, right. I, I got to know Barry after I knew you, of course. Wow. Okay. <laughs> wow. This is a tough. Yeah, it's not easy. No. Can I be muted for a minute? <laughs> so where are your stores? People are asking. So we have uh, one brick and mortar store in Shrewsbury, New Jersey. Uh, we're really proud to announce, as I mentioned to you earlier, that yes. we just uh, signed a letter of intent to open up our second store. That was quick, year and a half. In. Yeah. This is the entrepreneur yeah, part of yeah. you to say, okay. Well, we saw, the, you know, we created a model. We were very diligent in the model that we created. And I, again, I give my partner just as much credit. It was not a me thing. It was an us thing. And it's an yeah. us thing for everything we do. Sure. Um, Including and, the guys that are working in the store. So. Yeah, yeah. And that's the hardest thing is finding is. people to work at the store. Yeah. Um, I... I am in awe of your crew. I mean, your guys are so knowledgeable. They're they're amazing. They really are. Uh, and I love my guys, too. Our crew is great. Uh, but, you know, we saw that the model that we created worked, and we said, you know what? Let's go. Let's let's do it. This is The store is just about on autopilot. By the time uh, we build, uh, the store is, the new store will be uh, scheduled to be open, let's call it spring of 2022. Okay. Um, right around that time, we'll also be announcing a new cigar. Uh, so we're going to roll out four new cigars in 2022, one wow. every quarter. Look at this coming out swinging. So, it, so the people yeah. understand. Go big or go home, man. I get it. Go I big or it. go home. From a business standpoint, it takes three to five years to prove a model and start making money. So when you start a business, you have to make sure you go in with enough capital that you can lose money for those first three years. Your store has been so successful, you're saying you were able to jump over that, do it twice as fast, and be able to open up. A second location. And despite the That's, timing. Well, the, and the timing. COVID, well, and the, the everybody timing, says you guys are out of your mind. You are out of your mind, but I they love it. They said it to me in 85, yeah. that the industry was tanking, so you're crazy doing it. And, and I don't know that like we jumped a, over it. I think what we did was, you know, we, uh, we, we're eyes wide open. We're looking at what we're doing right. We're learning from what we're doing wrong, but we're profitable. And um, we're lean. Uh, we are focused on our customers. Um, I, I will say, not just because you're hosting me here, but you've given me a lot of really great ideas. You've sure. given me some good, good feedback and good mentoring suggestions. Um, I don't want to give you a shameless plug, but I have read your book. Okay, good. Um, I have utilized uh, some of the some of the ideas in your books, yeah. and they have paid off. Good. Um, you got your money back on that book, right? right. I yes. did. It was a great price you gave me. <laughs> yeah. You gave me a great price on that book. All right. So yes. Okay, so people, I don't know if it happens to you, but people are always coming in and they see what I do, so they say, "I'd like to open a cigar store." Or I want to start my own cigar brand. Mm. What does it take to end up doing that? Especially that you, you're new at doing it. The the time, the 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 cost associated to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not. It's no cheap date. It's new. Like, yeah, new. Uh, and it's. Um, I don't want to say it's a lucrative business because it's not lucrative for me yet. Yeah. Um, but it's a it's a good living, or it will be a good living. Yeah. You know, I'm still a, we're still a startup. I mean, a year and a half into it is still a startup. Right. To your right. point, right? Right. Um, but we are, you know, we are paying ourselves, so that's a good thing. Uh, not where we want to be, but uh, you know, I we 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 keep track of our analytics. We watch what's going in the door, what's going out the door, what's not going in the door, and what's not going in. The, you know, what uh, kind of what kind of trouble are you looking at when it comes to uh, FDA and new products? Uh, well, you know, it's a battle, man. It's a, it's, you know, it's a steel cage match, man. It's just, um, the, it's sometimes you look like the world is against you in this business. Oh, it is. Well, I mean, 10 years ago, the barrier to entry, you could, you could start a cigar brand with a few thousand dollars and, right. and, and you could, you could pump you those cigars and, and get them in shops and, yeah. and get reorders and, and you, you, you could eke out a living. 
there's no way to do it now. No. And there are, and and that's uh, you know to go back to kind of we talked about the brand and the the you know the the marketing and the the brand identity. And again, it's about simplicity and just making a good cigar. Um, I, I hate to to dumb it down, right? But with dumbing it down a bit allows you to scale a little bit better. Um, and we're not aspiring to be. Uh, I'm not going to drop names. I'm, I'm not aspiring to be a big brand. And there are thousands of brands out there. So what separates the successes from the failure? I think some of it is luck. Um, some of it is just true grit and having some moxie and having some balls to do some things that people say you can't do. Ed and, likes know, to drink moxie every once in a while. I go. don't like moxie. And, and you know what? I love, and, I, and it, maybe it's just my DNA, but I love it when somebody tells me I can't do something. Yeah. Oh, that's I just, man, that's just, that's you want to feed, you you from feed heaven. me? Yeah. That's, tell me I can't do it. Right. Tell me that I'm crazy because of COVID. Yeah, yeah. COVID sucked. It still sucks. Yeah. Um, well, the and, bonus side of COVID is that people were out of things to do. And what they could do was smoke cigars in their new smoking area that they built. Correct. Because there was no place to go. So, But now I opened a store that people couldn't come into. Right. Hey, God, right. There, is, there Dave, is that. You can't so. do a push-up. Yes, I will. We're back on the push-ups. Well, I'm going to tell him he can't do it. I absolutely can. (laughs) You're going to hurt yourself. Um, I'm not going to hurt myself at all. There there were some insulting. Yeah, you had some questions? Yeah, comments in the chat room. They say, uh, Leprous Hand again says, the burn line on this bad boy is perfect. Yeah, great combustion. Thank you. you. That's the aging of the tobacco itself. Yeah, Yeah, and and I will say that uh, because uh, this is still a young project and I don't have the, you know, the the capacity yet to have a barn with tobacco that's been sitting there for years. Right. So we've, we've even noticed that, um, and the Habano actually was, is a great example of this. When this cigar first came in, we were like, huh? I was like, okay, it's, it's okay. But it, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't like, we're like, we're kind of looking at each other like, oh, no, maybe we might have a dog here. And, you know, we wait a month and try to, I'm like, oh, it's, it's, it's evening out. It's, it, you know, so with, with a little bit of time, these cigars, and now the Habano is one of our best sellers. Yeah. So um, that's, I think, one of the challenges of being in a startup in this business is that, you know, I don't have, you know, I can't, I don't walk into a barn and say, well, that's, you know, crop from eight years ago and that's seven <laughs> yeah. years ago and that's six years ago. I don't have that. So, um, I appreciate the, the the comment on the burn. I'm glad you're enjoying it very much. And well, everything in this industry comes down to inventory. So totally. even if you're not growing the tobacco, you're not personally fermenting it. If you can procure enough single cigars yep. to be able to, or boxes of cigars yep. to be able to hold on to them for that three months, yep. that you, you just don't know if the factory's doing it. You kind of almost have to do it yourself. Well, and and especially now with COVID, right? Like, I mean, we have not we have not been back to Nicaragua in a year, uh, over a year. So that is super challenging, um, especially as a fledgling startup, right? It's like, whoa, you know, like, you know, there's a level of trust. I mean, of course, we, we and, and I will tell you, we are lucky. We're working with good people. Um, this story could have just as easily been a horror story. And they, ha- you don't know what's going on on your side. You know, you got COVID <laughs> here. They have it in Nicaragua also. Bad. They have less people that That's are right. working. And, and there's no vaccines, right? Yeah. So it's. You know, the level of complexity in a business that has its own level of complexity is now amplified. The packaging, the boxes. Interesting what you did with the band. On the foot band, there was a blue band mm-hmm. at the bottom of this. I'm looking mm-hmm. at the new cigar you gave me, and there's a different color band on Purple that. Purple band, right. Which is 
not the band, but just a piece of ribbon. Ribbon. Yep. Mm-hmm. Which is, oh my God. So we don't ha- you don't have to go bother printing anything. It's just going to be a piece of ribbon, and you've just saved yourself a major problem. Of- and you got an eye catcher in a sea of brown, which is great. Yeah, and people will say, "I oh, what what with the with the what you like? I like the blue band. Yes, I like the red band. I like the so we have you know we have uh, our blends are Connecticut, Habano, Sumatra, Maduro, and Cameroon, and now we've added uh, the Fuerte line, which will be rolled out, and it's all designated by different. A ribbon and about feet. five, four sizes on each one. Five. So five we do sizes. a Churchill seven by fifty. Uh, we have a Toro six by fifty, a Robusto five by. F- I'm sorry, it's a seven by fifty, six by fifty, five by fifty Robusto, six by sixty Gordo. Um, I have a Cuban Corona that is a five and a half by forty two. Oh, so I'm it's interested. A, it's a classic Cuban yep. Corona size, um, which is nice because, like, as a Lancero smoker, which you know, I like the skinny cigars, it's uh, a little fatter than this, but you know, about half the length and. Yeah. Uh, so that's a, probably our our least selling line, but in so for example, I have a retailer in Texas who uh, during the summer was selling a ton of the Cuban Cronos because it was hot as hell in Texas and nobody wanted to smoke it two hours ago. Yeah, and that's going to happen in the winter time up here. Then right. we're going to be looking for that because people mm-hmm. don't have time to do that. Right. So you, you, so we've got five sizes with a Lancero as a sixth, and then the Fuerte line because we did something different. We decided to just do six, uh, three sizes, I should say. Well, because you're you're a, you're going after a much smaller segment when you have Correct. full-bodied cigars. You're Correct. eliminating people, so you want to bring it down to base sizes on that. Mm-hmm. All right, the question of the week here is brought to you by Victor Sinclair Cigars. Victor Sinclair Cigars, the cigars you will not question. And, and this, this week's... The, this is the poll question. Poll question the of the week, yep. Uh, this week we asked, what day of the week do you watch or listen to the Cigar Authority? And uh, uh, Okay, that's interesting. The answer is going to surprise you. So Saturday is when it's live, but I'm going to say Monday. Monday is the biggest by uh, about three-quarters of a point, uh, coming in 33% is Monday. 32% of our listeners listen on Saturday. That's awesome. But it could be after the fact. 27% listen on Sunday, and then you're down in single digits with Tuesday, and you're less than a point. Nobody listens on Friday. Not a single person? Nobody. Zero percent. I'm going to listen this Friday. Yeah, I'm going to do it on purpose now. I'm going to move <laughs> yeah, the needle, see, man. Let's see if we move the needle. Everybody I'm going to move the needle. Friday, 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 Friday. Yeah, I, I figured it would be top-heavy anyway, but um, Monday, on the way to work, this is, you listen and to podcasts when you're doing something else, like driving to work. I think in the- Going to the gym, doing your The push-ups. pre-COVID days, it would have skewed even more towards Monday when more people were commuting. Right, right. Okay, not surprising to me. So what is the big seller at your shop besides your own brand? This is just for me. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. We sell a lot of Padron. Yep. Uh, Everybody does. We sell a fair amount of Ashton. Okay. Uh, um, and then I would say it's really mixed. I, you know, we, I, I, don't, uh, I don't buy direct from a lot of the big players, so okay. I can pick and choose the SKUs. Yeah. So I don't have, you know, I don't have a wall of Fuente or a wall yeah. of Drew Estates. And is, is there a geeky brand? Like, I'm wondering, like, yeah, New we Jersey, have a does it have it? It's the, you know. Yeah, uh, you know, we have, um, you know, we we sell some Anganorsa, but I don't have All a right. lot of facings of Anganorsa. All right. uh, we sell a little Warped. I sell a little Roma. All right. Uh, uh, you know, I've got some, you know, we, you know you're... Your customers are creatures of habit, right? So, like, we keep a couple cigars on hand just for guys that we know that like them. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I've got uh, some asylums uh, that I sell that, you know, I'm, you know, 
That, like, and I'll you, give you one. You're one certainly first. not going to smoke the seven by seventy yourself. It's no, you, right? no. And you know they have that cigar called the Ogre yes. that is a, you know crazy cigar. And that that cigar, true story, because we just refilled an order on that. That cigar probably sat on our shelves for three months. Maybe we sold one, and then all of a sudden we have two or three guys that are buying a couple every week. And now we're blowing through. You yeah. know, not we're not a huge high volume store, but it moves. So. What, what I When people come in and I get to really know the customer, I tell people, look, I have a little bit of everything here. You know, we've got some of my father's. We've got, some, you know, we've got a little bit yeah. of everything to appeal to whatever. And then we obviously get to learn. Then we try to pivot them to our brand, obviously, sure, sure. for obvious reasons. Um, and on your brand, is there a, one that outsells the others by far? Uh, the Habano and the Connecticut, just like the two lines that you carry. Sure. Those are our two biggest sellers. Uh, and the sizes are the, the the most popular sizes of the three that you carry. It's okay. the Robusto, the, the Toro, and the Gordo. Gordo. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I'm not a Gordo fan, but they are crazy popular. So yeah, they and make Dave's fingers look skinnier. So he like he does <laughs> hey, like. Man, them. I don't. To I each don't, his own. I don't smoke them. a Gordo myself either. Usually, uh, but they sell. Yeah. No doubt about it. But this industry, just a heads up, changes. Mm-hmm. So torpedoes, which used to be a big thing in the '90s, it was the biggest selling size. Uh, what everything. Everybody would rate the highest and everything has no. is, is dropped off, yeah. actually not in the top five anymore no. at all. Um, so it changes as it goes on, and it's going to change again. The what only torpedo of- we have is the Fuerte, and the only reason why we did it was because it was a new line and a very different blend. We wanted a different size. We yeah. want to just Let's see how it goes. Right. Absolutely. Test and, and see what goes on. Yep. Um, what else? Um, you're, you're liking the cigar industry. Love it. Do you see... Uh, okay, I want to be a retailer. I want to be the manufacturer. Is there a side that you like better? I do both myself. Yep, I know you do. And I am a brick-and-mortar retailer. That's what, what I started off as. That's what I love. That's yep. what my heart is. Yep. But I do the I do all the other stuff, too. Great but, question, and I appreciate yeah. you asking that. So I love being a brick-and-mortar retailer. Okay. Love it. Um, I love going after the online guys. Um, I love... That battle, I hate that battle, but I love that battle, yeah. right? I mean, it frustrates the living shiznit yeah. out of me. Yeah. But, you know, I, I strap it on every day and I go after it and I love to have the conversation and I love to get to know the customers. Um, love I, seeing people come back. I love wearing a strap on every day myself. Well, I've heard that about you, <laughs> yeah. actually. I've heard that about you. Where's my, huh. where's, where's my bell? <laughs> Nailed yeah. it. Nailed it. You know, I love when people, what, one of the things that I really enjoy, and I'm sure you uh, same way, is there's nothing that makes me feel happier than when a repeat customer comes in and he goes right to our cigars. Nice. Like when he comes in and he goes right to the wall where our stuff is, it just, you know, like, yeah. And it's nothing wrong with the cigar. It's more than nothing wrong with the cigar. It's a good cigar. Most people don't know about it, but hopefully they know about it now. It's the leaf. And I'll look for it. It's the leaf. The leaf. Black band with a gold leaf that's on it. It's classy and you know, we're looking at a ten dollar cigar across the board, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah they're uh, you know the the Cuban Coronas in the eight dollar range, the Robustos in the nine dollar range. Yeah. You know, it's it's that eight to eleven dollar yeah. range is where it is, and that's which I is think, now the sweet spot. Correct. Of where, where, yeah. where it used to be, it's it's seven eight dollars, yeah. and is now yeah. at nine ten dollars. Yeah. That's inflation, and that's what's going on. And I, and I, and I will tell you, I mean, I'm really loving the business, and um, I love meeting the personalities here, guys like you, and and. Jonathan and the rest of your crew and people, and I love to hear their stories and the journey. It, it's it's really awesome. Yeah, and as you go around from store to store, do you, do you envision that for yourself that you'll go visit the stores? And- uh, uh, yeah, sure. Um, so 
Believe me, it's and, not my thing. And I've we never talked visited another we, store. We talked about this. I yeah. mean, I was a corporate guy for a long time. I, I, I told you I'm a, I'm a million miler with both United and American. I lived on an airplane yeah. for a long time. So one of the things as we've gone through this journey of learning what we want to be when we grow up is that um, we like our brand and we'll probably have a handful of, of really carefully selected retailers um, but I don't want to be the guy that's on the road every week. I don't. Yeah. I, I've done it. I don't want to do it anymore. Mm. Um, and I don't think we'll ever aspire to scale to that magnitude. I like being in that ultra boutique kind of pick and choose my spots and then really build the brick and mortar side and, and satisfy my customers yeah, that way. And, and there's brands out there that are like that and been there for many, many years. Yeah. They're, they're you know, not on the radar that people talk about all the time, but they make a good living and yeah. they continue to go and grow as it goes on. And then sometimes they pop out of, out of nowhere. But yeah, I, I don't know that we'll ever, I don't know if this will ever pop out and become something like that. I, I will never say never because you, you, know, you can meet somebody one day and they'll be want to, you know, take it on and do, you know, I, we're, we're open to all ideas, but right now my passion is continuing to make good cigars at a good price point, build relationship with people like you and other people like yourself in the business, uh, and then really work on the brick and mortar side, build quality stores that focus on customer service. Um, you know, what we learned with our competition around us is that the customer service was pretty crappy. So it's priority one for our people to get to know the customers and uh, learn who they are, and it's it's already showing. And you'll win. You'll we're, win. We're, we're we're doing we're doing okay so yeah. far. Yeah. All right. I wish you nothing but thank huge you so much. Success. Thanks for and having me, man. Thank you for coming all the way out here. Yeah, and, man. Uh, I hope hopefully you'll back. Be singing on the stage. Some yeah, someday. man. <laughs> Thanks so much okay. for having me. All right. This is the Leaf Habano Panda Toro that was smoking. Jonathan, what do you have uh, for flavor notes here? Uh, the the spice from the ginger on the ginger snaps has become a little more prevalent in the final third. I'm just at the start of the final third. Uh, but it's very good. The burn line, as was mentioned online, impeccable. Very good. The draw is exceptional. I got no complaints. All right. Thank you. John Garofalo, con- continued success. Thanks so much, uh, I'll Dave. Be, I'll be watching you from afar. I'll and, be back, uh, man. Okay. Good. I'll be back. Come back when, uh, you know, you can say a few things. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm, I know I'm shy. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. I'm a wallflower. All right. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're talking cigar events. Which are the best? Which are the lamest? What's the best swag that's out there? And should manufacturers stop making some of that crap that's out there? We're going to dive into it. We're live in the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Are you a member of the Cigar Authority Care Package? Well, if not, the time, my friend, is now. For just $24.99, you'll get four premium cigars delivered to your door each month. And we'll smoke each one of those cigars on the Cigar Authority Podcast with you. I don't know if that's really a benefit. Sure it is. We will judge the construction, flavors, and review the cigars, and you can see how right or wrong we really are. You might be surprised. Four premium cigars delivered to you for $24.99, and you can quit anytime, but you won't. The value is incredible. Want to take the Cigar Authority Care Package to the next level? Sign up or upgrade to the Cigar Authority Care Package Prime. For just $5 more, you get an extra cigar and usually something special. That's five cigars each month, all different. Find the Cigar Authority Care Package on thecigarauthority.com and sign up today. The Cigar Authority Care Package. Aging Room 4 Nicaragua Maestro. Named Cigar Aficionado's number one cigar of the year with a 96 rating. 
is a complex Nicaraguan puro carefully blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. As Cigar Aficionado described it, every puff is an overture of flavors that's at times heavy and rich with notes of dark chocolate and wood, and other times subtle and understated with hints of fine caramel and toasted almonds. Treat yourself to an aging Room Cuatro Nicaragua today. Surgeon General warning tobacco smoke increases the risk of lung cancer and heart disease even in non-smokers. You've heard us talking before about the best cigar magazine in the world, Cigar Journal. You want to know what makes Cigar Journal the best cigar magazine? Cigar Journal covers every angle of the cigar world. From exclusive stories and features, insightful interviews with industry power players, detailed cigar reviews, and of course, all the latest news and reports surrounding premium cigars. We're telling you, you will be impressed. Cigar Journal has stunning images, explanations of cigar science basics this is the magazine for any cigar enthusiast or better yet passionado cigar journal covers cigars in the u.s and around the world and is printed right here in the usa you owe it to yourself to discover the world's best cigar magazine cigar journal available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at their new website cigarjournal.com that's cigarjournal.com let me tell you a little bit about the Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary Cigar, or what they call the Three-Peat. Crafted in Rocky's boutique Nicaraguan factory, the 15th Anniversary was released in 2010 to commemorate Rocky Patel's 15th year in the cigar industry, and it impressed right out of the gate. The Robusto and the Torpedo both scored 93 points in Cigar Aficionado, while the Toro and Corona Gorda both notched 92 points. The Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary is a robust cigar with notes of toasted spice, roasted coffee, and almonds. Rocky Patel himself has referred to his 15th Anniversary as the Decade on Steroids. The 15th anniversary has also been named to Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 Cigars of the Year list on three separate occasions. Rocky's only brand to accomplish the three-peat. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Justo and his father Julio Eiroa are continuing the tradition of growing authentic Corojo and now bring you Aladino. Aladino is a true old-fashioned cigar, pure authentic Corojo grown in the Eiroa Tobacco Farms in Honduras from the original Cuban seed of Corojo. An Aladino cigar represents the golden era of cigars in Cuba, and after one light, this old-school smoke will bring you back. Aladino cigars come from JRE Tobacco, a family-centered company who manage all aspects of cigar growing and manufacturing. This crop-to-shop operation is fully committed to providing you with quality and satisfaction. The premier Corojo grower in the entire cigar industry is Julio Eiroa, a tobacco grower and master cigar blender who personally guarantees that Aladino will provide you the opportunity to enjoy the true authentic Corojo taste Take this journey and be part of history in a cigar smoking experience like no other. Aladino. 
This is Terrence Riley from Aganor Salif, and you are listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And we are back, and we're fresh off Two Guys' 36th anniversary cigar event. Some people call it the best cigar event. It is. Uh, but if it's not, what is the best cigar event out there? What's good and what's bad for cigar events? We're going to dig into it. Welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. Uh, Ed Sullivan's pretty excited about what we're about to smoke. He's excited because he hasn't had one since earlier today, probably. Uh, well, we'll get into that. You know, I'm not happy. Because you don't have any. Yeah. Well, why are we putting this in a care pack? These are mine. Yes. He makes and a good point. They usually are because we haven't done it. But I was up in Nashua. I saw 50 bundles of these, and I thought, oh, that's great. I'm set for a while. And they were all gone in one day. One day. Boom. Yeah. Gave them out. And I'm not big on sharing, as you know. I know, which is part of the problem when we get to the after show of sharing. Yeah, I'm not good at it. Yeah, not good at sharing. Um, Neanderthal, huh? Romacraft Neanderthal SGP. SGP. Why? Shallow gene pool. Okay, shallow gene pool. Yeah. This is an odd cigar. Not only is it small powerhouse, but also flat top. Rolled as a torpedo, and then they cut it, and then they put the flat cap on top. And I remember when they first came in, inside the box, there'd be a razor blade in there, and then you'd use that razor blade to actually slice the top, and they had it in there, and then somebody cut their finger off or something happened. Yeah. The razor blades stopped. But um, See, I, I keep... Those retractable razors, you know, the ones you break the blade off. Yes, the exacto knife. Yeah, I keep them everywhere in my car, at home, just for cutting these. So and that's what you do. So the cut is a very different cut. Yeah. Thing. So this one I did with my knife. I'm just making a big round circle. I may do the same. So the lotus jaws that we're going to use to cut it. Can I just yeah, latch yeah. into there you and can. cut? You can. Yeah, it changes. It changes out the mouthfeel in the cigar. Really. A little bit. So today's second cigar is the Neanderthal SGP. It's manufactured in Nicaragua by the sponsor of the after show Romacraft. The size is a four and a half by fifty-two. The wrapper is Mexican San Andreas. The binder is Connecticut Broadleaf, and the fillers are Nicaraguan and Pennsylvanian Broadleaf. It is a part of the Cigar Authority Care Package, the Prime. Cigar Authority Care Package. A single cigar will set you back ten nineteen, and a box of fifteen is one thirty four ninety nine, which comes out to just eight ninety nine per cigar. It's a savings of nearly eighteen dollars, or twelve percent off the box price at twoguyscigars.com. If you're too far away from a brick and mortar retailer that carries it, try twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two. Mm-hmm. GuysCigars.com. If anybody's too scared to smoke it, they can just send it to me. I'll yeah. take care of it. I'm a little scared of it, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it. I'm going to light it up. It's been a long time, and uh, skipping Mike from Romacraft, uh, I'm going to try not to shit on it, uh, of, that I don't <laughs> like it. Uh, I don't like the strength. The strength. Now, the blend of this is pretty much the same of the cigar we just smoked. Pennsylvania, Nicaraguan. Yeah. Um, what are we talking? Uh, Mexican broadleaf. You got a Mexican broadleaf yeah. on the outside. So the yeah. other one just had an Ecuadorian San Habano. Andreas. Yeah. 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 Mexican, whatever. Whatever. Yeah. Um, so I know it's very different than the cigar, but I'm saving the leaf that we had in the last hour in case I tap out of this because I've known to tap out of the cigar. Mm-hmm. This is a 10 out of 10. Well, we determined that on the... It's funny, just as you were saying that, Tom Criswell says, Ed likes his cigar because it goes to 11. Yeah. This is... Was this the strongest cigar? No, it was the Oro no. by LFD. Yeah. This is number two? 
It's, it's well, right. the, it the, right. the size up from this is considerably stronger. This one I, I find to be like seven or an eight. Oh, get out of here. <laughs> seven and a half then? No. Do you it's want a me ten. to be more specific? It's a 10. There can be multiple that are a 10 out of 10, and this is it. No, no, there can't be. So there's only one 10. <laughs> of all the cigars, there's one Something ten. has to be the winner. No, not everybody gets a trophy when it comes to cigar strength. Hmm. All right, it's time to cut our cigar. <laughs> the official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand. While all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Now, I got to address something, Dave. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Pam I- forgot her tools. She forgot her Cigar Authority care package. Yep. And she's making noises over there with her phone, and she thinks <laughs> that I don't know, and she thinks that she's pulling ahead of Glenn this week, and she's not. She's losing every time. Pulling ahead of Glenn. Because they, they Glenn. do the, the click of the cutter with the... Uh, so Glenn wins right now. Glenn's ahead so, for this week. So can Glenn be um, this week in the um, classic. classic three-way? Oh, hell yeah. yeah. I'll kick his ass. Yeah. I, I'm not getting a nod. <laughs> You are. No, you are. He's in. All right. So Glenn is doing a classic. Hey, you'll win because me and Jonathan suck at this. We're not even sure we want to do it. <laughs> a for effort using her. F- there was, there was once an email that was the written folding in. folding phone. What do you call that? The- because Barry never had a cutter, which is why we supply him with a cutter that he took with him on his trip. Uh, <laughs> and gentleman Chuck Morris didn't have a cutter. And they would snap their fingers, and someone wrote in and said, I don't know who it is that's snapping their fingers, but that's not a cutter. Yeah. <laughs> and it was a whole thing. So people know. So cold draw in this, I wouldn't think it's going to be strong. I, mm-hmm. I know better, but. Yeah, you get Very a, figgy. And a little bit of that mineral that you can get from uh, San Andreas. Mm-hmm. Effortless draw. It seems like Always, it's going to draw. I, you know, I've smoked thousands, literally, and. Maybe one out of the many thousands was somewhat tight, but still quite smokable. And those that are looking at their cigar uh, from their care package, Prime, if they have it, you'll notice that the wrapper is a little recessed from it. There's a little bit of um, mm. brush foot, right? Yeah, the cap is they call cut it. back a little bit. Always the case, right? Yeah. Always the case. Pretty unique banding on it, too. The orange really pops, and when you take that off, there's sort of an embossed. Now, White band. The thing I don't very like, hard to get the band off. Yeah. The thing I don't like about what you've done already is identifying this as a very strong cigar. Is that I have found customers that will try something because Joe Yanetti, for example, I smoke the Aladino Corojo Reserve. You tried talking him out of it. Yeah. He buys one when you're not down there, and he loves it. Well, I because I don't want him to but be overpowered. People need to make up their own mind and say, okay, this is too strong. I'm going to tap out. This that's is too whole, strong. I'm going to use a little sugar. Not this is too strong because Dave package. says I'm not going to. I'm oh. not going to like it. People that like mild cigars should smoke this. And if it gets to be too strong, just put it down. There's 700 people in the care package prime that are smoking this right now. You gave away 700, 700. of my cigars. We're going to light our cigar today with the Chroma by Lotus, featuring single action, pinpoint accuracy because both flames are angled in slightly toward each other. At the bottom, you have an easy adjustment wheel, a flip-out bullet punch, and on the side, a fuel window, all for the low price of $39.99. That is the Chroma by Lotus. So this is, this is good for explaining to people the difference between Strength and full-bodied. Mm-hmm. This has full flavor, full-bodied, 
but it's also strong. Yep. So Which both of those why. things are happening. I love it. Some people are saying it's a seven for strength. And what's going to happen is a long finish. After the show is over, I'm still going to be tasting the cigar for the rest mm. of the day. Maybe a few hours anyway. Yeah. Long, long finish. I like that. Not another thing that I'm not crazy about because I'm going on to the next cigar and I want to be able to taste it, but this is going to be with me for quite a while. Padron's another one that does that yeah. to me. It stays on there for a long time. Uh, these have to be the last cigar of the day for me or else I can't sample a cigar or anything because mm -hmm. I, I taste the cigar. So you got to save your Lancero for another time. Not the Lancero. Uh, I do have to save uh, the leaf new one that he's You'd got. Be able to, you'll be able to taste Fuate, that leaf. Fuate <laughs> Toro Grande, 6 by 2 So, Jonathan, do you think that one is stronger than this? Not that it's stronger, but it, it has it, it has flavor that yeah. pops. It, you'd have no problem tasting that after this. So, would you retroheal the cigar? No. Ed Sullivan does it all the time. Mm -hmm. Like nothing. No. No, I love it. That would be like... Uh, Sampling a scratch and sniff sticker at the bottom of the pool. Yeah, but you, you know when you get like buffalo wings and you get the one that's they have different levels. Yeah, and yeah. You, you went one too high. This is the one too high. <laughs> it's just it's too much. It's a little too much. I you wish you you got the lighter version. Is there a lighter version of Neanderthal? It would be it would be terrible. You wouldn't want that. Yeah, it's Neanderthal. Would. No, this no, is just take it down a, a couple of notches and I'm, and I'm good. It's just. Too much. That retro hill is marvelous. Try it, Jonathan. No. Yeah, I'm no, sure I know better. Not going to because it won't. It won't go well. The, the chat room saying that they miss chefs cooking this week. They oh want more of that. God, was that the best brisket you best ever ate? Ever. He we won awards with that. Yeah, phenomenally smoked good. roast beef. That was oh, unbelievable. Sight, and I almost wish that I had been able to focus on those separately. Right, just have the roast beef yeah. a different time and gorge myself on that. But I had to sample it all. I went back the next day to get some leftovers and all gone. That's mm. what happens. All gone. There was some. But what, I, what I'll say is that his brisket was as good as it was because he treated it as though it were a competition. I mean, that thing was flavor injected. Yeah. It was cooked an extended period of time. It still had enough body to it that it would hold itself up when you held it by the edge. But it broke apart with a fork. Oh, texture was perfect. Perfect. See, on that one, I think he had it better aligned to finishing when he wanted to for serving it. The previous one, I think, was done earlier, and he had to keep it for a while. Yeah, before. the one before that did it fell apart a little easier. Yeah. Okay, for uh, people out there that don't like full body cigars that are smoking this, the key to this is smoke it slow. Just go easy with it, and you're going to get through it like I am. Uh, let's talk about events. An example of some of the best events in America, I looked it up to, because I'm trying to make a great event, and Boston Marathon, Mardi Gras, um, Kentucky Derby, people invented these things, and they become annual events. Sundance Film Festival in Utah, Halloween, especially in Salem, Massachusetts, is coming up, New Year's Eve in Times Square. These things happen in other places, but they end up owning these things. Uh, the Super Bowl, Masters Golf, Comic-Con. Where all the people that are into comics, oh, the freaks, all that well, cosplay so, stuff. But, they, but think of this: to, we're trying to come up with a cigar event, mm -hmm. uh, Burning Man. I'm, I'm down know. for dressing up for some cosplay. We got we got one of those events coming up. <laughs> dressing up? Yeah, he yeah. loves dressing. Put on some blue Halloween. hair. Halloween, you get to do whatever the hell you want. 
and you you can do something crazy, and nobody talks about you afterwards because it was Halloween. Oh, know? they they talk they about talk it about you. Uh, cigar events can be in-store events. They can be off-premise events. Um, they can be uh, simple or elaborate, um, and they can be lame or exciting. You get your choice of doing that, and you, that's as we're prepping up. And I'm saying this because, and we'll get more into this in the after show, a lot of people came up for two guys' 36th anniversary party. And a lot of people came from the Cigar Authority, and I thank you for coming up. Very humbling that 25% of the audience actually got on a plane to actually fly up to it. Um, but they came up for, I think they came up really for the Cigar Authority and not two guys. And that got us talking the following day of maybe there needs to be, and we talked about it before, but I think we really need to do a Cigar Authority event yeah that that's just for the cigar authority and maybe have some tickets available for two guys customers to be able to go to two guys event and well both and we do have the um perdomo trip although a lot of people won't want to go on it's a different sort of thing you got to leave the country yeah and you're gone for four or five days yeah um so what i want to think here is a year after year event reoccurring uh, especially if it works out good or you tweak it as it goes along. Yeah. You've been here long enough. You see how things go um, as opposed to a one-and-done event. It may be one-and-done because it doesn't go well and we say that was a big mistake, but um, let's think of that as as that. Idea of event uh, for cigar events can be customer experiences, which I'm a strong believer on, you know, have an experience for them as opposed to this buy three, get one free kind of stuff that goes on not really an event um, visually audio aroma taste educational all these things you can incorporate or you can handpick some of these things uh, something that's going to get attention that will leave them something talking about hopefully that happened on the two guys anniversary party that people are continuing to talk Certainly. about it uh, that's to promote the the shop uh, to promote sales and future sales as it goes on so um, ideas, uh, as I say, for bad events, I consider bad events is the buy three or four, get one free, um, cut and light here, try the cigar, um, or let's open late tonight and watch the game. Mm. All these things, uh, I, I know cigar stores do it and you say, okay, I'm having an event today. Um, the Red Sox are playing a late night game. Let's we'll watch get it. some chicken wings. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's just too lame for me. Uh, not what I want to do. Ideas for good one for elaborate um, seminars. If you know we, we've done it with um, different people along the way yeah. that, that you know blending seminars and things like that, um, conferences, trade shows that I go to. That's why I was part of um, the the IPCPR and the RTDA trade shows before PCA. Um, I try to get that to happen and say, you know, let's turn this into uh, more than a trade show, but a conference. Well, and that was something that one of the, the conferences we went to was John Taffer was one of the speakers. Yeah, fabulous. And he was a huge proponent of exactly what you're saying. When Customers can walk into any shop. It doesn't have to be a cigar shop, coffee shop. If they get exactly the same service and they're getting exactly the same product, what separates your business from everybody else's? Absolutely. Now, if you have a coffee shop and someone walks in and you're wearing a big sombrero and you're promoting Mexican coffee day today and it's a, it's a big deal, 
and they come in and they have a better time at your shop than they do at the other shop, they're not going to the other shop anymore. And that really is what the event should do, is capture their attention and entertain them while they're here. Instead of the buy three, get one free, if it was buy three, get this Mexican coffee, and you got a barista there making the coffee, and <laughs> it would be a better experience, of right? Of course. Now, Brian Myers has an interesting question in the chat room. Where is the line between event and gimmick? Is there a line, Dave? I love gimmicks. <laughs> I love them. I love them. And I, and, I, and I, as much as it's looked upon as negatively, I love it. Yeah. That's the stuff I want to go to myself. Like your, your chicken event? Yeah, the chicken poop party. And that's how Oliver <laughs> Nouveau started United Cigar by attending that event. And he said, which I want to be never, part of this thing. Which we never repeated. That was too gimmicky. <laughs> Uh, in fact, this year we threw away finally the the fence that we used to keep the chickens in the oh, in the coop. Yeah, no. So we can't do it we, now. We we haven't done it in eight years. So no, mm-hmm. we're not. That one was a loser. Tur- turkey that bowling. That one was too. That one was too gimmicky. Turkey bowling. People still ask for. Yeah. That one. That one is a good time. Yeah. Because you get people talking about your shop at the dinner table it on is. Thanksgiving. It's good. <laughs> uh, festivals. Um, you know these things. As we get into it, the things are. They become very problematic of all the things that could go wrong, weather and all kinds of things. Here's one from Whiskey Miser. He says you need to have a Lancero night and serve chicken cutlets. You mean fried chicken? (laughs) No, chicken cutlets. (laughs) See, now those things could be on the for the Cigar Cigar Authority Authority event. event. We have chicken cutlets, and we say it's fried chicken dinner, and then you get there with chicken chicken cutlets, and then everybody's like, what? You know, yeah, now there's something. Put that down. Yeah, write that down. Yeah, I have to write it down because I'll forget. <laughs> chicken cutlets equals fried chicken. But we promote it as a fried chicken dinner, and then they everybody gets uh, bullshit at the end of it, and then you say, I'm sorry. He's right. Um, Tom Criswell That'll thinks you're like a perfect game show host, Dave. So he said at the event you could run a game show. With cigar trivia questions, so it's educational, it's entertaining. See, this is good stuff. Trivia night. Where I was he it. on the clubhouse call Thursday? That's good. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. I like it. All right, I'm going to go, and I have a calendar of upcoming events uh, that I'll share with you, uh, including uh, something that's coming up from the Cigar Authority. But let's take a peek into the asylum from our friends at Asylum Cigars. It's time for news from the Insane Asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true. Or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4 inches by 44 to the absolutely insane 8 inch by 80. Asylum Cigars. Although USB stands for Universal Serial Bus, and universal does imply everywhere, there are limits to where a USB cable can go. Oh, boy. This week, an undercharged and thrill-seeking teenager in London decided to insert a USB cable into his urethra. Urethra. That's the opening of the penis. It's the pee hole. Okay. (laughs) Thank you for clarifying. Which required a team of doctors to remove. Just because you get a USB cable in a package does not mean that you should put the USB cable in your package. And that's not only insane, 
It's asylum. Huh. There's a lot of, like, nurses and doctors can tell you all kinds of horror stories. Horror stories that, about what they've removed from rectums. And, yeah. yeah. Not mine. No? No, HIPAA no. laws. Ah. <laughs> uh, I, I thought you meant yours hadn't been removed. There we go. Uh, next week on the show, greatest cigar packaging of all time. We're bringing in Eric Wentworth from Hammer and Sickle, who had some elaborate oh, packaging in the past. But we're going to talk about all of it through history of... Uh, Good packaging, and we'll get into some real bad he, packaging. You can too. probably share some of the issues they had with Absolutely. their elaborate packaging. Absolutely. And October 9th, episode 600. No. 600 episodes. Are we Crazy. going to pretend we're not continuing after that? No. No. no we're we're going on. But we're going to talk about rare and limited cigars. Are they all that? So we'll bring that on. And uh, the following week, October 16th, we are talking trademarks in the cigar industry. We'll dig into trademarks. We got some uh, great guests coming up. It's been uh, two years since we did the 500th episode. Yes. It's, literally, it feels like we, it was springtime. We just did it. And, and that was during the COVID thing when it started, and we couldn't. Uh, yeah, we had to cancel the event. Yeah. Mm. Um, we got Tim Swanson coming on. Uh, he's a um, YouTuber, a big yep. cigar YouTuber on there. We got Mickey Pegg coming in. Uh, Lorenzo from uh, HVC, we're having him on. Michael Herklotz is coming oh, on. Wow. So we got a, a big lineup busy, of, busy. of stuff coming up. But uh, back to uh, cigar events, and I'll, um, I do it every year. I make a calendar up, and if you're a retailer, of any retailer, you should do a calendar of events and do it before January 1st because you're looking ahead and you're looking at past successes and failures and coming up with new ideas and things. So I put a little card out together uh, that we handed out at the anniversary party, so I'll share that with everybody. Uh, but what we do is lots of things that reoccurring all the time, like live podcast every Tuesday, it's the Ashles, right, that ends up happening here at the show. By the way, Ed Sullivan. Yeah, yeah. I got a bone to pick with you guys. Yeah, you guys are. You don't have a bone to pick. You eat cutlets. You don't eat bone-in chicken. That's right. That's why I still have but bones left to they pick have with. Been, they have been shitting on us because I think they got a little, little. Uh, their heads got a little big. They got a couple presents, and now they think they're somebody. People people came up for the two guys' anniversary party, and they, they came to see the ash holes. They, they, they did come and see the ash holes, and it was like, oh, my God. People really know who we are. and Just like I don't believe that the people came to see us on the show, mm -hmm. they came to the anniversary party and stayed because it was convenient and they could make it happen right. to stay and watch the show. They didn't come up for the show. That's very rare. Uh, how many T-shirts did people have made for you on the Cigar Authority? We make our own. We don't. We well, don't because you have to. <laughs> <laughs> When it wasn't the assholes, they tried to change the name of the show. Right. They they don't want me on that show because they're calling it the Ash Eels. Right. They just like the all-female cast. A lot cast. of people that but, are into feet are watching that show, I've noticed. Yes, that is a fact. Th we that got, should be, give everyone pause I for concern. But what is it that Rex the, Ryan that, probably watches? You and the rest of the panel shitting on the Cigar Authority that well, brought you to the game, and we're, they, we're here trying to help you guys I, out. I have no choice. I mean, I'm like a captive on that show. You've seen what I'm dealing with, right? It's... Amateur out, well, amateur 40 minutes. Can't do a hey, full hour. Hey, you're listening to this, so you're going to have to deal with that on your own. But 
I don't know. I like I, I jumped into the show. I did a couple of after years went by. I jumped in, try to oh. jet start him, yeah, get him going it. a little bit. Yeah, try to help him out and stuff. And now it's like. They're getting feeling a little bit success. Well, and you're worried about it too, because you are nah, I'm you were hiding your show notes from Jen. Stiffy Jen. I was hiding my show notes? She said she walked in and She said that I'm doing a show on rare cigars, and as I just said, here here it is. I have, you know, three, four months ahead where right. she's deciding that day I'm gonna do a show on rare notes. And I said, see, I have it and I have my notes all set for four weeks from now when I'm doing the show, mm -hmm. when something comes to mind, and then I do a little research. So you were get, trying to coach her. Trying to help her out yeah. and, and get her to get – could I have given her my notes and done it? Of course I could, but I'm trying to help her mm -hmm. learn. So you're help. encouraging professionalism on the other Try, show. Trying to help, but what I'm getting back on the other side, I'm, I'm listening to – you listened? I did. I told you to listen. Yeah, I listened. I didn't, I didn't like it. So, it was inappropriate at best. Yeah. I'm like, wow, they're going after it. It's like the hand that feeds them, biting the hands that feed them. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, I do have a pretty massive ego, but I'm not. I'm not going to stoop to shitting on another podcast. It's just really that's not how you do it. No, no, I would never. You want to make yourself better, be better, mm -hmm. be the rising tide that raises the ships. Here we go. So uh -huh. let, let me uh, bang. And make sure you invite me so to all the parties. Are you, are you saying the Ashholes is a sinking ship then? I think we're all sinking, and we all need to be the rising tide. Yeah. We should do push-ups. <laughs> it's our sister show. We're supposed to be helping each other along instead of... Why sister? Just because it's the Ash Heels? Well, there's yes. a lot more feminine personalities on that show than there are on this one. Oh, wow. And I'm, and I'm here. <laughs> and I'm here, right? All right. So, uh, yeah, we do, we do the Ash Holes. We do the Cigar Authority uh, in-store. This is in-store events, right? We do um, Cigar School that happens mm -hmm. usually on Thursday nights. We do it for charity that happens. We do the Clubhouse um, Cigar Power Hour if you ever uh, go on to Clubhouse. Thursdays at 8 o'clock. We do um, bourbon and cigar night once a month. We still doing that? Yeah, that's I, a, I was left off. That was a secret event. Okay. Uh, you're not invited, Dave, apparently. Yeah, October. No, he's invited. Really? It's in his store. He's yeah. invited to every event that happens in his store. Thank you. <laughs> Except for <laughs> the one that was going on right. in the national. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, Tom, if Barry has something to do with it, he's a, he likes to exclude people. Tom Criswell wants to see you and Stiffy Jen have a push-up contest. That's see, rude. That is an event that I would pay to see. <laughs> There's an event. That's an event. That's an event. That's an event. <laughs> Buy three of these, get to attend the push-up contest between Jen and Dave. <laughs> she goes to the gym every day. Oh, yeah. I don't know she ain't I doing push-ups at the gym. No? No. She's, this, is, this is not right. I'm just doing the, my you know, the machines that you, and you put can, your legs on and you squeeze together. She does that <laughs> a lot. What's the department with in case HR? Somebody, HR. Right? Yeah. Do we have an HR department? And it's you. Oh, it's me? Yeah. All right. So go to the HR department <laughs> on Monday, and we'll see what she we does, can do. You know the steps where you step up stop and you step right down? Stop right there. Just stop. <laughs> stop right there. Uh, we're going to the Dominican Republic. Um, I'm going to the Dominican Republic, actually, but I'll be back for the show in October. Uh, five days visiting eight, eight different manufacturers. Work, while I'm there, I'm working on events and promotions and things for the future of the show. and um, Well, not just the show, but also for the shop to be able to get 
the uh, manufacturers on board for events. Yeah. Um, looking at November, we have um, uh, Renee Lorenzo Brinner, which is breakfast for dinner. I don't like it. We tried it before and it failed, so I'm yeah. trying it again. But I get the right guy this year. Because you think you got the tie-in, too, with I got the, the cigar. Because yeah. he has a cigar called Hotcakes, and yeah. we serve hotcakes along with hotcake cigars. And we're going to launch the Black Friday, the nationwide launch Are of you going to serve real maple syrup or the garbage? I'll Gar- bring, the garbage I like better. I'm going to yeah. bring my own, I think. Yeah. yeah. Um, we do spin and win. We have a joke and smoke. With John Carney coming up. Joke Whoa. and Smoke. La Flor Dominicana is coming up. We did it before. This will be part of the Cigar uh, Authority, and I'm going to tell you about that on the after show. Uh, I'll dig more into that um, because it has to do with the cookbook, and it's a real Cigar Authority yeah. event, and we'll do it live on the Cigar Authority special event that's happening there. Winston Churchill dinner, Toscano dinner with the Seven Fishes. Lots of stuff, lots of advanced planning and things that I end up having to happen to do a real event. Buy yeah. three, get one free. I know you can just do that and just say, okay, this is it. But it's not an event. It's And I want to come up with an event for the Cigar Authority. Yeah. Its own separate event. So that's what I'm thinking of, and we'll get into that uh, as it uh, goes on. By the way, Dave, Stiffy Jen says in the She's chat. She's listening. <laughs> yeah, she does CrossFit. Watch out. Yeah, she'll kick your ass. She cheats at chin-ups. That's what CrossFit is, swinging to do a chin-up. That's not a chin-up. Strict is how you do it. You hang, dead hang, pull your chin above the bar. Uh. Not swing and flop like a fish that's been strung up. All right, why do you want to smoke Aroma Craft Neanderthal Ed Sullivan? Um, the high you get from it, because I'm feeling like... Dave, here's the thing. They're made with manbacco. And they have testosterone. Some people can handle it; others can't. I want to enjoy a cigar and relax. This is what this is my. Intro- I have these for breakfast, and not Brinner. I mean, real breakfast. Brinner is a thing, and <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. You thought that drinking milk by the glass was a thing. And it you is. Saw how well the studios cafe I took to off. I, I opened a refrigerator yesterday, and there were two gallons of. Milk. Not one, but two. Whole milk. Yes. Yeah. You can paint with it. It's awesome. But what reaction do you get when you go to a restaurant and want your nice cold glass of milk they, with dinner? They get it for you, and they're very happy to do so when they have it right there. I don't know. I don't I've been to breakfast like with it. him no less than 100 times, and never once has he ordered a glass no, of milk. No, because I can't handle your bullshit that you're going to stop <laughs> my day with fighting me, because I, but I, I want one, but I don't get it. <laughs> Out of respect for you listening to your shit that you're going to give me for it. So. <laughs> Early thoughts here on the end of all. You don't go to it, Jonathan, all the time. Uh, actually, this size, when they when these are in stock, this is my favorite size in the end of all. I was glad to see that this was the Care Package Prime. Uh, it's interesting because Skip does not taste the different nuances as far as food flavors in the cigars. And he doesn't blend the cigars for that. He blends the cigars for that deep, rich tobacco flavor. The most I ever got out of him was leathery. And this is a leathery smoke. There's no one specific characteristic that I could say, oh, this tastes like pencil. It doesn't. It tastes like well-fermented tobacco. And it's it does have a nice kick to it. This cigar... How long? 30 minutes now yeah, so far? Look how slow, little I did. I could, burner, I could 
this could be the cigar for the championship of how long it takes for to smoke. sure. Oh, I yeah. bet I get a couple of hours out of this. Yep. Because I'm trying to smoke it slow anyway. And look how little those that are watching. I'm not getting any heart palpitations. I mean, it, oh, I it, it has a lot of strength to it, but it, it's not. When I smoke a cigar like this, I can take, I can feel my fillings. Hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm still, all the time. I'm holding strong. It's a seven and a half. Uh, oh God! Stiffy Jen also says that Mr. J and low to the ground cigar smoking Dave are too sensitive. Wow! Wow! Yeah. <laughs> because we can throw it back. Usually, the people know. can't handle what, what's going to happen. I, I've but witnessed that. Yeah. Yes. You've been in the room. I've been there. I'm just surprised that she took a, a break from her step aerobics to be able to reply to a YouTube <laughs> video. I do appreciate that. While on the clock. Really? Yeah, she's on the clock right now. Are you issuing demerits? No, I'm just saying. <laughs> just calling call what it is. <laughs> the assholes. It's called the assholes on purpose. That's what it I'm is. I'm playing you out. <laughs> Play me out. Okay, before I get myself in trouble, right? In my own PR department. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we got three emails to get to, a prize to give away, and lots more. Stick around. We're live in the Toscano Cigar Soundstage. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Drew Estate is commemorating 10 years of Undercrown with the global release of Undercrown 10, a bold new ultra-premium addition to Undercrown's current premium lineup of Maduro, Shade, and Sungrown Expressions. To celebrate the brand's anniversary in 2021, Drew Estate is getting all decked out. A tagline that denotes Undercrown 10's elegant packaging and reinforces the pride of Undercrown's 10 years of excellence. The new sophisticated packaging is surpassed only by Undercrown 10's complex, rich, and bold blend of ultra-premium aged tobaccos that include the highest priming of Mexican San Andreas dark wrapper, the very finest broadleaf binder from the Connecticut River Valley, and a tripper blend of select and rare Nicaraguan tobaccos. Pick up an Undercrown 10 today. Since 1903, when La Aurora Cigars first opened their doors as the first cigar factory of the Dominican Republic, they have defined Dominican cigar manufacturing. Now, La Aurora continues that innovation with La Aurora Dominican DNA, featuring an exceptional blend whose soul is the Anduyo. La Aurora pays tribute to the oldest Dominican tobacco process with a cigar that features tobacco that is part of their heritage and their DNA. The La Aurora DNA features this hard-to-work tobacco that brings the unique characteristics of strength, inspiring aroma, and sweetness that creates an exceptional smoking experience that only La Aurora can bring you. Experience La Aurora Dominican DNA with its Cibao Valley Dominican wrapper, an authentic Cameron binder from Africa with fillers from the Dominican Republic, Pennsylvania, Nicaragua, and Anduyo. Available at top retailers like twoguyscigars.com and is distributed in the United States by Miami Cigar and Company. Experience the rich tradition of the legendary H. Upman brand with the latest addition to their iconic 1844 line. The H. Upman 1844 Añejo uses a rich, well-balanced blend of Nicaraguan, Honduran, and Dominican tobaccos and an extra-aged wrapper that offers a deep aroma with a bold finish. The H. Upman 1844 Añejo is sure to please adult smokers looking for a delicious, handmade, premium smoke 
that is aged to perfection. Surgeon General warning, cigar smoking can cause lung cancer and heart disease. Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? I'm writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. That Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake, Jose Dominguez. Not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. Hey, nobody's going to take away your donuts. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more, it's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. This is Mr. Jonathan Carney with La Florida Minicana Cigars, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority. All right, you're going to hear a good event on the after show. We're going to tell you all about that. Jonathan Carney coming up and doing a uh, Cigar Authority event, special uh, taping of the Cigar Authority, and we'll have that on there. Welcome back, everybody. We're smoking the Romacraft Neanderthal SGP gene pool special. Shallow gene pool. Shallow gene pool. Shallow gene pool. What? I just, I am always fascinated by how your mind works and how you just plug in whatever <laughs> word you want to to the letters and you associate anything. It's just awesome. But he says it with such confidence oh, that most people are just going to go with He does not pussyfoot around. No. He just goes right for the jugular. Right for it. If he's going to be wrong, he's 100% oh, yeah. he's wrong. He's committed. Yeah. He should be committed. Shallow, special. What's the difference? Special gene pool? It's just shallow gene pool. Shallow gene pool. It's time for the Romeo and Julietta best email of the week. Brought to you by Romeo and Julietta Cigars. This week's prize is a Romeo and Julietta pen. Last a week of this. Deck of Romeo and Julietta playing cards, a branded Bluetooth speaker, and a Romeo and Julietta band bank. I have the band bank. It's awesome. Uh, how many bands you get in it? It lot, seems like you, you've I tapered off. Yeah. I forget. He, th- he, he plays with things all the time, so he folds his bands up, and then ends, they end up in the ashtray and right. they get thrown away. I do fold my bands. Why do I do that? Hey, you're a weird guy. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com, and this email, unintentionally, very germane to one of the topics germane. that we discussed germane. in the first hour. Not German, germane. It's Michael Jackson's brother. The subject line is music <laughs> and cigars. Dear Dave, Jonathan, and Ed, I have been a musician for most of my life, but only got into cigars last year. It fascinates me that so many prominent people in the cigar industry are musicians or are involved in music in some way, shape, or form. John Garofalo or Garofalo. I mm-hmm. even started compiling a list which continues to grow. You have Avo, Ernesto Perez Carrillo, Nick Perdomo, Pete Johnson, Rafael Nadal, Tim Swanson. Tim uh, Swanson? I didn't know that. We'll have to talk to yeah. him about that. Uh, Nick Liberty, Michael Herpklotz, just to name a few. Dave and Mr. Jonathan were DJs. 
Why do you think this is that there's such a tie to music? I don't know. What's the connection between music and cigars? It is an interesting topic, and I'm looking forward to this week's show. Thanks, and keep up the great work. I've always asked that question, as I did with John when he was up here, and he had no answer for it either. I I think it's a creativeness. It's it's an art form. Cigars are an art form, Mm -hmm. and and that is too. There is a... There is a level of passion that both are both industries are intoxicating with. You know, you get into for me with music, I stopped well, with COVID, no more dancing. And then that means no more DJing. But I picked up making my own mashups. Mash-up, I'm still I'm still great. drawn into being creative and doing something for with yourself, music. Right. You yeah, I, I put up mixes on SoundCloud right. if you want to check yeah, them out. Yeah, nobody else is gonna listen to it. But of it, course I've, it's I've listened. Him. It's unbelievable. I don't are put you serious? Unbelievable. I don't put the mixes out because I care if anyone listens. I put them out because I like what I did, and that's that's the end of it. And Very I think good. with cigar makers, you got Skip. Skip does not give a shit if you like his cigars. He puts out what he likes, and the people that like what he likes gravitate towards his cigars. There's enough of them, and it seemed like John was saying the same thing. The same thing. It's not. I don't care if it's going to be a big thing or not. I'm doing it. It's a good cigar for the money. Here it is. There's a lot of that. This one I thought was pretty funny because I ended up watching a video, and uh, you'll understand in a second here. The following message submitted through the contact us page of thecigarauthority.com with respect to wedding cigars. I watched a show about a no-no of wedding cigars or dipping cigars prior to smoking. Yeah. I've never done it, nor will I, but a video is out with Arnold Schwarzenegger showing his special technique. Does Mr. J want to tell him he's doing it wrong? And I'll no. tell him. No, no, no. No, no, no. Uh, a guy like Arnold, whatever he does with his cigars, he does with his cigars. And I'm not. He, he Cigar can, aficionado put them on saying that. It's just wrong. It's not the right thing to do to your cigars, but it's Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's the wrong thing to do. He's it's been an ambassador right of cigars for a very long time. If it gets somebody looking at cigars and gets them to try it because Arnold put the video out. It is not the end of the world that someone takes a cedar spill and paints their cigar with tequila. Oh no, it does God. not make an optimal smoking experience, but <sighs> neither does dipping it. It, it. it is what it is. It angered me. I watched the video and it angered me that Cigar Aficionado put it out. Why would you put this out? You know it's the wrong thing to do. You're going to have people painting liquor on their cigars with a p- piece of cedar, <laughs> ruining the wrapper at the same time. Which, incidentally, is is... Poisonous. You, you should. This is be what you do. He sat there and he did it. Anything wow. that's been in contact no, no with movie, cedar. No movie calls. I mean, it <laughs> seems like he's got too much time on his hands. Sitting. This is what you do, everybody. This is what you do. Come on. This. He was careful not to say this is what you do. He just said that the guy in Mexico when he was there said this is what he was going to do for that cigar, and Arnold does it every once in a while. He says he does it all the time. And he says this. Is he what does you it do. for other people because it's it's a dog and pony show. It's something that you can do. And let me do this to your cigar. It's disgusting. It isn't right for cigar smoking, but I don't have a problem. It it, it was another thing to put attention on cigars in, in a positive light. You're too open minded. Yeah. No, nope. I got angry from it. You're angry. so open minded. Your brains are spilling. You like out. you like that he did that. I like that it. Brought attention to cigars with somebody famous that's known for their fitness. Who's the comedian that got that did was on his windowsill and said he was explaining how cigars relax him and it's unbelievable what cigars is. Um, game show host, black game show host, comedian oh, Steve Harvey. Yeah. Steve Harvey. That was great 
for the cigar industry of what he did and how he explained that. This is not and, a this is not a travesty. It is not a travesty. It's the wrong thing to do with your cigars if you know you know. That's true. If you don't know, you don't know. And then you event you hopefully pick up cigar smoking and you do it wrong and then you learn. There's a whole bunch of people painting their cigars with alcohol with a piece and of that wood. Is the rubbing a piece of wood against the operative word. It's their cigars. They can do it the way they want. Ugh. All right. The winning email. According to you. Correct. The following message was submitted through the contact us page of the cigarauthority.com. The subject line is Mr. J. That's you, why you like it. Maybe. maybe. You know, I never got all the hate on Jonathan. Maybe it's because I was born in New York and grew up in Florida, so his attitude never came across as rude or abrasive to me. Then I was perusing the latest cigar journal. Honestly, I never pay much attention to the list of panel members, but I was listening to the radio and let my eyes wander on the page. I see Marco from Croatia that runs the CSWC. Yeah. There's my buddy, Darren from Principal Cigars. A little ways down, I see David Garofalo, and then I see it. Mr. Jonathan. Just Mr. Jonathan. Everyone else has their first and last name listed professionally like adults. But this asshole thinks he's (laughs) special enough to be called Mr. in his first name. Then my mind wandered to one of my favorite teachers from high school, a gay band teacher we called Mr. J. (laughs) I see a pattern here. Both like to put the lid end in your mouth if you get what I'm saying. If the shoe fits, anyway, I still appreciate you, Mr. Jonathan. Tony from Nashville. Tony wins. Tony wins. He wins. Tony, send me an email with your address, buddy, and I'll uh, get that prize. Tony from Nashville. Okay, the after show, we're going to dig deeper into the events and try to come up with an event for the Cigar Authority and what would be good to do a multi-day event. Which I... I think it's interesting that that is a little bit of a departure from Clubhouse, which we normally stick to the Clubhouse format for the after show. But I like this idea of taking what we got from the Clubhouse and now trying to create a new event. Okay. All right. It's time to Ask the Dawn with Dawn Raphael. Play on a second. He's not ready. It's time to Ask the Dawn. I had them all in order. Why do you come to me? Here it is. Why do I deserve this generosity? Brought to you by Don Rafael Cigars. Don Rafael Cigars are premium cigars. <laughs> they are mellow and smooth, built for every man's Come on, everyday put the voice on. enjoyment. Don Rafael Cigars. <laughs> and uh, the question this week is, how many times can I relight the same cigar? Well, we had our buddy Tony V in the office oh, yeah. yesterday. I couldn't believe how many times he relit a cigar, and he has a urinary problem or something. He he went to the bathroom. Now, he claims one of those was to go get his phone, but I don't know. I said, wow. When he he went the fifth time or something, I said, you might have a problem there. He goes, no, I went and got the phone or something. Okay. Um, And he relights an awful lot. A lot. Um, The milder. I I relight. The milder the cigar is the quicker it's going to take on the flavor of the ash is what I've found. Yep. So this if, one relight is fine. Well, it's also shorter. It doesn't, so go, it doesn't go out. No, no, it does. It have and it burns well. so slow. This little cigar is, yep. is hours long. So if you're smoking milder cigars, I would say you got two, maybe three lights, relights, and then it's time to pack it in. You pick the wrong size. 
at that. Or point you got to learn it, how to smoke the cigar. You got to smoke a little faster. It's not if a pipe where you got to be on top of it. If but. you're smoking something on the stronger end, from seven all the way up to ten, uh, I've relit ten times. I mean, it, you get busy and you put the cigar down, and it doesn't seem to take on the ashy flavor. I notice on milder mm. cigars, the the flavor of salt happens just before the ash. So usually right around the third light, it starts to get a little salty tasting, and I know that's the last that's the last relight for this one. You know what he also does is squeeze the end of it. Yeah, I don't know why. Why he does that too. We should talk to him about They're it. They're not talking about me, by the way. Somehow <laughs> he's still fixated on it. Tony V and his urinary tract infection. <laughs> yeah, but the cigar goes out and then he squeezes the end of it and then it's in little pieces and stuff. Then yeah. he lights it and the pieces end up. Th- and I watch it and I want to say something, but he's not asking and he's enjoying a cigar, but. Yeah. He's got to work on that. We got we got to get him little little cigar little, school for Tony V. Oh, that'd be good. Yeah, we'll do it at his comedy show. All right, all right. We're going uh, next Friday. Yeah, you know, comedy week, you week from join, Friday. If you want to join us, I don't know if I'm allowed to invite oh, yeah. people. I'm yeah. not really big on the crowds right now. Oh, really? Staying away from the crowds because you got the you know the vaccine. No, no, because you can still spread it with the vaccine and you can still get it with the vaccine, but. I'm just not uh, not doing the crowd thing for a little while. Mm. All right. Okay. The number of people I had to reach out to when I tested positive was mind-blowing because of the, the uh, length of time for the window. And I don't want to affect all those people again for now. When things die down, it'll be a different story. All right. Cigar Authority Cookbook is out there for the Cigar Authority listeners. There's some funny stuff in there. People are now coming to us and saying, oh, my God, that was a good one. This is yeah. – and uh, – some of them are kind of jokey, but then there's some real stuff in there that people are right. starting to, to some, do. Yeah, some people are saying it was they thought it was ridiculous, and then they found recipes they want to make. Right. And we're going to incorporate all that into an event we have coming up, so you'll need to get Whoa. your cookbook in advance of that special show. And you can get it at davidgaroflo.com, thecigarauthority.com, twoguyscigars.com, or there's a couple of little guys out there, yeah. Amazon and Bonds and Noble, yeah. uh, that Don't have get it also. It but uh, more, more will go to the charity if you get it from the other guys because mm-hmm. the, the folks at Amazon, they don't care about charity. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's do a classic three-way and squeeze it in. So uh, Glenn is in the audience. You want to come up here? Come on up. Come on up. Uh, come Glenn, on Glenn down. is in the audience often, and um, we're going to have he him come Pam up. and Pam have this little battle going on about the, the clicky sound. Who does it? Who doesn't do it during the Perdomo cutting? Right. So uh, it's a classic three-way brought to you by Classic Cigars. It's time for this day in classic history. Brought to you by Classic Cigars. Classic Cigars are now the most affordable cigar brand in America. With prices as low as $1.50, this cigar has something for everyone. The Classic Connecticut is light and smooth. The Classic Maduro is bold, but never overpowering. The Classic Cameroon sits somewhere in between with hints of sweetness. And the Classic Cuban is a real knockoff of the taste and flavors from old-time Havana's. Classic cigars are sold in cost-saving bundles of 20 and sold in five great sizes, ranging from $1.50 to $2.25 per cigar, which makes Classic the most affordable, premium, handmade cigar in America. Classic cigars. So, Glenn, you're a local guy around here? I am. What, what does the audience need to know about you? Um, probably not much, <laughs> but uh, 
I've been coming to the show for a long time. Yes, you have. And uh, okay. I love it. He's a, you're a Sparky, right? Yes. Electrician? I'm an electrician, yeah. Local 103, Boston. Okay. Electrician, yep. in case we uh, anybody needs or oh, you I've don't texted do it on your own? No. No? No. 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 I've texted him many times and said, um, when I touch these two right here, I... <laughs> It feels like my heart's stopping, and he's like, yeah, you, there's a breaker downstairs. You just turn that off. There we yeah. go. Electric. Good advice. <laughs> All right, so you know it's closest without going over. You yes. know how the game is played. Yes, I do. Uh, I think Ed Sullivan is our champion from way back. <sighs> Maybe. Because it's guests that are winning <laughs> oh, yeah, over, yeah, yeah, yeah. over and over again. I have three questions and two tiebreakers, so it'll start with Ed Sullivan. Today is September 25th, and born today is American journalist Barbara Walters. Barbara oh. Wawa. Barbara Wawa, who was especially known for her highly effective techniques in television interviews for world-renowned figures. She was born today what year? 1930. 1930. 1927. 27. 28. 28 for the point. It's 29. You would have got two points if you got it exact, but Glenn coming right out of the I, box. I went for the in-between, and it worked. There we go. There it is. So write it down, though. You can't go for the in-between. So he's, that's all right. It's his first right. time out. He doesn't But know. I would never insult one of our guests. No, no. <laughs> ever. No. It happens, but let's try not to do that. Mr. Jonathan, over to you. Born today, Michael Douglas, American actor from the Coma. only white man to make me moist. Yes, it is. Coma, um, Wall, Wall Street, Jewel of the Nile. He was born in New Brunswick, New Jersey. New Jersey guy. Jersey. Just like, just like John Garofalo. 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 <laughs> uh, Michael Douglas, born today, what year? Uh, he was born in 1945. 45, he says. Ooh. 44. 44. I had 47. 47. Somebody's got two points. Glenn, two points. 44. Oh, my goodness. Look at this runaway. One question left over Wait, to you. Pam's jump ship. She's now clapping for Glenn. She is because he can't lose. Listen, Jonathan and I like to let the guests win. It makes him feel better. <laughs> wow. It's been happening week after oh, week. Yeah? Hmm. Born today, Mark Hamill, American actor, Luke Skywalker from Star Wars. He was born in Oakland, California today. Mark Hamill, what year? You can just say it. 55. 55. 59. 59. 1952. 52. Everybody is over. It's 51. We have a shutout. Yeah. Shutout. Huh? How about that? And you're nervous to even come up here. I know, I know. And you just freaking run away with it. So that that was That's it. how you got to do it. Wow. <laughs> it's under protest. He cheated. What? This is an outrage. He didn't write him down. And, and I had some good ones there for you for uh, tiebreaking. Who, who's on the show next week? Do we got a guest? We have uh, Eric Wentworth. Yeah, let's just declare him champion and skip the segment. He's been on before and he loses every time. So. Yeah, he's uh, kind of an idiot. But this is... <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> let's insult the guests before they come on I and maybe they won't it. even show up. Yeah, get them all out of the way now. Yeah, is yeah. that frowned upon in this establishment? It is. It I, is. I think he... They're mo- our guests. We have to treat the guests... With respect. I think he eh. mostly listens to the Ashholes anyway, so he won't really? hear this. I don't think so. He's been on there many, Listen, many times. Listen, the Ashholes is 40 minutes. It's We could do 40 minutes doing push-ups, right? <laughs> <laughs> I could. Wow. You, you could do 40 minutes of push-ups? I could do 40 minutes 40 push-ups. minutes of push-ups. No I don't problem. think so. No problem. Huh. I don't think so. That's a lot. I don't think so. Neanderthal. Do you, <laughs> Glenn, do you lot. like the Neanderthal? Love it. Really? Yeah. Wow, man, you got to be... Already done with it. Glenn's, I lit up uh, another one. Glenn's got a uh, bit of a leather tongue. He, he likes him full-bodied. 
Yeah. I put in the asshole during that whole thing. Yeah. And still lit. It just won't shut off. But I'll shut it off. I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to the leaf after this uh, for the after show. But that's it. Thanks for coming right. on. Thanks thank, for having thank me. Stay it's right my there. honor. Thank Stay you. Stay right there. Next week, um, the greatest cigar packaging of all time with us, Eric Wentworth from Hammer and Sickle Cigars in Vodka. So we're gonna have some martinis, and we're gonna talk about cigar packaging. We're gonna get lit up as we drink up and light up uh, with the packaging, and no Barry Stein. So Barry won't be on the show, and we're going to drink. If Maybe that's going to coach him along to come here. Maybe not. Until then, you've been listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And you may have learned something today which makes you The Cigar Authority. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.